Completely organized yet Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Front Row Negative, the podcast. I'm your host, Aaron, along with your my boy, bromate, Chris. What? Yes, your boy Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Chris Diddy, a.k.a. I'm 40-some, old as hell, a.k.a. my sister bought me a damn cane for my birthday. Can you believe that? Chris Diddy? That's the Chris first Diddy. reference you went through is Chris Diddy? Yeah, because I have Out of everything you all. I have I mean, an old email address from back in the day when I wanted to join like online dating sites when I was really desperate and didn't want anybody to know who I was. So I made up Chris Diddy at, at hotmail.com. So feel free to email that because I'll never ever check it. At hotdiddy.com <laughs> or mozilla.com? At uh, uh, farmersonly.com. Farmers only, lonely farmers. Okay, well, tonight, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to. Okay, tonight we have a special guest. We have <laughs> pro wrestler. In training, future five-time champion, the real five-time champion, and uh, our guest, uh, Hostage Hirsch or Clay. Have you want to go? How, you want, how do you want to be? How do you want to be referred to? You want to be referred to as Hostage or Clay? Hostage is cool. Clay is cool. I'm I'm up in anything, man. Awesome. Don't say anything bad, bro. <laughs> eBay username, ladies man eight one seven or whatever. Remember that? Transformers. No, the Michael Bay movie. What? I have nobody it remembers, so long, man. It's been like uh, a long. Nobody time. remembers Bayformers. Not even Lincoln Park. Hey, man, that was the only line I remember is when the the cop Transformer attacked Sam Witwicky, and well, like, yeah. are you easy? Are you eBay username ladies man two one seven? That's what it was. eBay username <laughs> ladies man two one seven. You were you were pulling up references that nobody has heard of or even thought of in like fifteen years, dude. I, I'm keeping it random tonight, so. That that is very random. That is very random. I have an actual t-shirt on. See, that's how random I am. Yes, our go. viewers can, our our listeners can see your actual t-shirt <laughs> right now. They are doing a great job looking at it and thumb umming it as they are watching it. We this only is, this podcast a, is also available in Braille. It is right. Yes, we, it is. We, we need to really get on the level where we're at. You have to have a, a modicum of imagination and really kind of zero in on what we're doing here, or else you're not going to survive. Absolutely. We're, yeah, we're, we're three grown men looking at a monitor talking. Yes. But in reality, in the in the Matrix, we are playing something, some, playing Halo. That hasn't come out yet. Okay. <laughs> Chris, how are you doing? It has been a long week. Jeez, man, you ain't kidding. Look, you know, those who have been listening for the last um, seven episodes or so, uh, the 19 of you who still care, I, I work at an undisclosed comic shop in the greater Houston area. And I have been dealing, I don't know if if people are spring cleaning or what the deal is, but everybody and their mama has got pops and or Pokemon. Yeah, look, see, Clay knows. He's got got his whole setup back there, man. Yeah, we can see his like wall of pops behind him. He's got like the great wall of pops, which, which funny enough, are made in China. So that's the great pop wall of China. Oh, man. Watch out for those Mongolians. Watch out for John Cena. (laughs) 
Watch out for Cena. Dude, nobody's uh, ever seen him. (laughs) Not the Americans. No, that's right. (laughs) But no, man, it's been good, man. Just been uh, uh, working, and um, as you know, as you know, and uh, Clay, I think Clay probably knows. I'm an I'm I'm a working artist as well. Mm -hmm. So I literally uh, have deadlines looming over my head that I have to meet. So if you see me staring down, gentlemen, know that I'm here with you, but I'm also here at this desk. But no, anyway. That and like I said, everybody's been selling pops like crazy at the store, man. We had a kid come in today with a um, Funko Fun Days, um, those you know those tiki tubes. Oh, the tiki tube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, one of them was a uh, a Freddy Funko Aquaman, and it, retail market value was like seven hundred. He wanted me to give him legit five hundred dollars. Okay, I was like, no, man. I was like, I don't know. How many episodes of Pawn Stars you've watched? But don't work that weekend. <laughs> uh, be, be, not, best I can do is about two seventy-five. Yeah, the best I can do is no. <laughs> best I can do is no. Best, well, so, because like, dude, I offered him. Long story short, is I gave him. I offered him up to four hundred dollars. He still said no. I was like, man, this is a brick and mortar store. We don't, you know, I don't know what you think it says. This you offered him. Payout. You offered him four hundred on a tube that cost him, that cost us sixty each one per each one. Dude, that, no, no, that, that 400 is just for the one pop. The one pop. Oh, for just for the one pop. Yeah. Well, how much for all of them? Did you offer for all of them or just only the one? Uh, no, uh, we did, I did them all separately because, you know, just that way I could break it down for him, like what, yeah. what, what money was where. We ended up getting a little, um, a little, a little tiki guy. Um, I'll send pictures of you of it tomorrow when I go to work. Wait, is it? I'm going through mine because I forget which one I have. Is it Dino? That sounds is right. One? Is it a blue tiki guy? Yeah, blue. If you look up, it at is your legit monitor. that same exact one. Okay, so I, I so I got Dino. So that's one. I forget what I had. Uh, I got Merman Freddy from uh, Masters of the Universe. Very no, cool. it wasn't that one. It was Freddy Funko as Aquaman, Dino, and and I have uh, oh uh, Rick, uh, Rick Freddy from Rick and Morty. You know, it was some other Freddy. It was some. It was another Freddy Funko, but I think it was like okay. a baseball one or something. I don't know, man. Was, oh yeah, the baseball yeah. one. Yeah. So anyway, that's what my life has been like. I've just been people okay. slinging toys and comics at me, want me to pay their mortgage. And, oh, there you go. You know, they got kids, man. They just they just need their money, bro. Yeah, he Slater came through, man. He's he, he's been having. <laughs> you know, he's had time. You know, what I mean, he got nothing but time. Man, I've sure been feeling like he's he's Slater lately, dude. All these kids I got running around. <laughs> I'm not seeing that, man. Yeah. Give you a hobby, man. Jesus. I, mean, I do. I, like, I have a bunch of hobbies. <laughs> oh, we know but you I do. have no hobbies at the same time. <laughs> that's usually how it works. That That's definitely how usually how it works. Yeah. So, Clay, how are you doing? Uh, not too bad, guys. It is Friday evening. We are home. Two of us are fathers. One of us, eventually, future father. It'll get you, bro. Eventually. Uh, on a Friday night talking. So how are you doing, sir? I know you must be tired, especially with the twins. Man, believe it or not, the twins are easier than my older kids. I have my son, he's four, and my daughter, she's three, and they yeah. they are crazy. Like they're up and up the walls, just <laughs> up on your leg twenty four seven. The twins, they're they they really don't make a sound unless it's not eating they're hungry. But oh, wow. other than that, they are easy. Oh wow. It, it blew uh, my mind. I was expecting just chaos. Wow. I'll, I'll just like one tip of advice. Baby Benadryl is only five bucks a bottle at Walgreens. 
two oh drops equals two lights out. That's all I'm saying. You know, <laughs> put in the apple juice, put in the grape juice. Heisberg Avenger hey. over here, man. <laughs> hey, oh, man, I'm telling you. Now, now, like, never let the kids overrun you. No, you, you, you got to keep, keep your pimp hands strong. El Sol Gallo way. Pretty much. Pretty much. Wow. So that's good. That, that's good to hear. So, so, so first segment that we do every show is what are you watching? What are you playing? What are you reading? And what are you listening to? Uh, this something that we do just to kind of get things going, get things talking on the show. And it's also interesting because you might find new shows that we haven't thought of or new books or just something new in general that we enjoy uh, talking about. But first, we do have one other announcement, too. Coming down from the, for the godfather of the streamcast, Dwayne, he has officially given us permission that we are leaving the PG era of our show. And we're jumping back to the future going forward of the Attitude Era. So we oh, can officially man. talk like grown-ass adults now without any problems. He has okayed that. He has given us the blessing because, as he put it, he does not want to edit out cursing and profanity. So he has given us permission to do that. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is we're, 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 we're probably ready for uh, old women giving birth to hands. Right. Pudding Pretty matches. Much. And yeah. HLA. Is that what you're saying to me? We are bringing back Benoit. Oh my god. That's how we start. Too, too, too soon? Too soon? Maybe? <laughs> or, or, or maybe not. Or, kids, hey, or maybe know. not soon enough. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, man. Can you imagine it, if, that were, if that were the shirt that uh, Chris Wall had when he, uh, that was his gimmick? I got kids. I got, oh. I got kids. I or, or no, no, no. Past, past tense. I had kids on his shirt. Oh, God. Dang, well, man. <laughs> This is taking a mm. really hard, <laughs> hard left turn. <laughs> it did. It did. Or, right uh, to the driveway. Uh, gimmick is, hey, let's hang out. Let's hang out. Oh. All right. Table, all right. Tables, I'm anyone? Sorry. Tables, anyone? Jeez. Ooh. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just hey, trying to those, fit in, man. You hear that? Hey, the hey, those home gyms aren't going to build themselves. You're you're right. You need your kids. It's a family affair. It's a family affair. <laughs> A family uh, feud. This is walking around the house. Let's hug it out. Let's hug it out. Go <laughs> uh, Sleepers for uh, everybody. Uh, you know, with that family, if anybody ever choked, they don't know how to do the Heimlich maneuver. Oh, Not one of them. Not any Ooh. one of them. Is this, is this dark side of the pod? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Pretty much. You, man. It got really dark. It, it got really dark. It did. It did. Okay. <laughs> so we'll start with Chris. What are you watching? What are you playing? What are you reading? And what are you listening to? Anything new or continuation? Uh, yeah, no, I've definitely been uh, trying to expand my horizons for the show, if nothing else. Uh, yes. Because I feel like I haven't been contributing very much uh, in that way. Because uh, honestly, I really don't have time, but I'm making time. So, yes. Uh, obviously, with the advent of Loki hitting our Disney Plus uh, mm -hmm. streams, um, my Wednesdays, I'm looking forward to those, not only because of, uh, well, I guess Fridays are AEW now, but you know, when it was Wednesdays, it was AEW. Mm -hmm. Now it's Loki. Um, yes. I know 
we might be in mixed company here, so I can't say too much about episode two, but that's okay. Yeah. I will tell you, I have been listening to a podcast that I heard another podcast talk about, um, uh, the Pike Town Massacre. That's not, that sound familiar to either one of you? No. Okay. I like the name, but it, it doesn't sounds ring cool. any bells. It's uh, it is crazy as shit. It is intense. Ooh, that felt so liberating. Shit, shit, <laughs> shit, ass fuck, shit, bitch. All right, there we go. Oh, there it is. Oof, All right, calm down, down there, Jericho. Calm down. Oh. <laughs> we're pushing. We're pushing the boundaries of, of PG uh, radio here. No, yeah. um, Pine Town Massacre basically, without giving too much away on it, if anyone's interested, literally. Two different families, two affluent families from rural Ohio. Mm-hmm. One daughter from the family, one son from the other family. Started to create their own family. Okay. They split up. One whole has one one half of the family. One one part of the family has eight of its members who all live on the same street murdered. Okay. So <laughs> the <I mean>, that's <laughs> the basis. That's the basis of the of the podcast. Okay, and it's 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 a true crime podcast, and they legit break down like evidence and court proceedings and shitty cops, and you know these are like I, I didn't know what the hell an Ohio redneck was, but apparently they exist, and these dudes are not around, man. Okay, and so if you're interested in anything true crime, I mean, you know, you know me, I love horror and I'll, I'll yeah. do horror stuff all day, which there's another podcast to listen to, which I don't remember the name of it. I'll have to get back to you on that. It's on Spotify. Tune in next week, but <laughs> Pike Town Massacre okay. has been interesting and it's still an ongoing thing. It's not like it's done. They've been updating it as court proceedings happen. Okay. Very interesting because you know how it is. They, they've had like the, the Richard Ramirez stuff on Netflix and they've been yeah. talking about the sons of Sam. Yes. And all these yes. different things. Um, you know, my wife, when she first found out that I was into this shit, she thought it was crazy. It's like, no, listen, it's not like I'm planning anything. I'm not taking notes here. I'm simply, the word is not fascinated. Mm-hmm. I'm simply intrigued. Intrigued. Yeah. A mixture of, Maybe a little fascinated because it's insane. It's fucking yeah. insane. But it's a mixture of like intrigued, fascinated, mind blown, like dumbfounded as to why people do some of the shit they do. I understand now since we were at the mall that same day that that serial killer was at the mall and killed the person in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Wait, wait. What? <laughs> okay. So in the. Um, Speaking of a left turn. We yeah, Willowbrook. Yeah. Willowbrook. yeah, Willowbrook out in the spring, out towards spring. Yeah, towards yeah. Uh, there was a guy who was legit going around just killing people, like going up to their house, knocking on the door, blasting them. Well, okay. The yeah. At firm. yeah, then he killed a person at the mattress firm, which was right outside of the mall that we were at that day. And then they have him on video walking through the mall. They have him on video walking through the mall at the same time we were there, which begs the question. How many fucking psychos are out there that mm-hmm. you don't know that you're walking? You literally could be like in the same line with them at Walmart or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
That is like, how, many, how many times have you had like a serial killer or something in front of you or behind you while you're checking out? You know, you're just picking up some milk and you got a dude, he's like plotting some shit behind you. <laughs> dude, yeah, exactly. That guy behind you just killed two old people in a house and took their pinto or whatever. You know, I mean, you don't know. Yeah. Wow. Right? And so, like, Dang. that is the weird shit because, you know, I love horror because I know the shit's not real. I enjoy the storytelling. Mm-hmm. But there are crazy people and they are doing crazy shit. And they're doing it feet away from you. And you never yeah, know. It's insane. That's true. So, well, yeah. you, you made a comment there about horror not being real. So I guess, okay, to go on that point, do you believe the Warrens were real and their exploits? Or were they con artists? I think they were conjuring up a lot of uh, hooey for sure. But, okay. <laughs> you know... Do I think they're, I mean, obviously they're real, but do I think what they did was real? <sighs> to some degree, yes. Because do I think there's like, and this is not begging the question of you and what your spiritual beliefs are, nothing like that. But do I think yeah. there's shit out there we don't see every day? You're absolutely right, dude. Okay. Of course. Do I know that it's necessarily angels or demons or monsters or ghosts or poltergeists or shit? No, I don't know that. If I did, you know, I'd be a clairvoyant. I'd be, you know, doing... Yeah, what, but like, do I believe that the the potential exists for that to be out there? Hundred percent. Okay. You know what? There's so many of those stories, and we need to save that for October. So y'all have okay. to keep listening because I've got some shit I can tell you about. Do I think I've experienced things? Absolutely, hundred percent. Okay. But yeah. Do okay. I think so that they were hundred percent on the up and up. No. Okay. So halfway to October, we were letting you know that this will be all on our October episode. Boom. There Ghost you go. stories. Future episode with October. It'll be available so in Braille as well. Oh. Available in Braille as well. Available right. in Braille. Oh, wow. This is so spooky. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it things that go bump in the night because, you know, Braille is bumps. This is so funny. This is so funny, dude. So so, <laughs> so, so if, if people are reading Braille, if you know blind people are reading Braille, and they're reading a horror story. Do they get goosebumps on their arms? And do they just feel the goosebumps and to continue the story? Or how does that kind of go out? Uh, you got me, know, man. I've never, <laughs> I've never, I've never run my fingers across a bunch of bumps and been like, ooh. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, do they wow. shiver? This is awful. <laughs> just, just random questions. Just random questions. Okay, so is that everything that, that, that you've read, watched, listened to, and all that, or? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, obviously, you know, you, you mentioned the Warrens. So I did watch The Conjuring uh, 17 or whatever the hell it was. You uh, mean Cash Grab 3, The Devil Made Me Buy It? The Devil Made Me Stream It, yeah. I, AKA <laughs> The Shining Part, what, 3 or 4 now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, at this point, we're just a snake eating our own tail. Dr. Sleepless the... Nights? Right. Oh, God. You know, man, I mean, how many times can you reinvent the wheel, man? Like, Aaron, how many yeah. times are you, or Clay for that matter, like, do you watch War Clay? Are you really into I, horror movies? I and stuff like that? love it. Love it. Dude, look, okay. at, look at his chair behind him. He's got an upside down cross on a coffin. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm also on my iPhone. So, like, okay. He's, we, he's, we, like, we have he's, a shrine of the His whole window. I can tell those are pops on either side of whatever that shrine situation is. Yeah. But, He's the size of out of a postage stamp on my screen, so I'm not entirely <laughs> sure what's going on back there. But I believe it now that you've told me. Okay. I thought, I thought you'd be bigger. Is <laughs> <laughs> this Swayze and Roadhouse? I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> oh, man. Or Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> do, some, do some throat ripping. 
Oh, that, that's my finish. That's the finish. I thought, what about okay, closet banging? all right. <laughs> <laughs> closet hanging? Yes. Closet banging. Yes. Oh, closet banging. That, okay. That's okay. It, yes. <laughs> anyway. So, so, okay, so Karn just banging. Banging and banging. True blood is the. No, no, no. Banging and banging, son. Gangrel over here. <laughs> Gangrel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. Okay. <gasps> so, Chris, you're asking about Conjuring 3. Off the rails? I think we're doing it. <laughs> we are. Tracks. This is going to be the less downloaded episode than, than the past one that we've that we've done. Uh, okay, so your mission Conjuring 3, Chris. <laughs> Cash Grab 3, Dr. Sleepless Nights. Oh. Yeah, man. My whole point was I was trying to make was that there, there's not, I mean, how many times can we reinvent the I'm not, I mean, nothing scares me anymore. Nothing impresses mm-hmm. me anymore. Nothing shocks me anymore. Uh, you know, how many times can you turn it on its ear? How many times True. can you attempt to make it fresh? And you're like, oh, when the whole entire thing is a trope and everything says a trope of a trope of a trope, what do yeah. you have anymore? I, I will give them credit for this movie. They did not introduce a side story character for a spinoff. And the first Conjuring, we had Annabelle. Second Conjuring, we got the Nun. Third Conjuring, we didn't get a spinoff. Okay, so yeah. we're gonna be done after twenty. Like, come on, dude! <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for like at least another fifteen. Man, come on. Well, I'm sure Annabelle will have a spinoff, and then the Nun will have a spinoff. And I think they're doing the jank- the Janky Man from uh, Part Two. We'll have a spinoff too. So th- they have plenty to work with. Like on, is, and, uh, is the Annabelle spinoff going to be called like what Darlene or something? And she's just like a little, little, little it's her daughter, little doll or something. <laughs> it's, it's her daughter Isabel to, to keep yeah. to keep the thing going. Oh, the bell. Well, okay. see what, what's going to happen, Clay, is that La Llorona is trying to get all of the uh, all the Infinity Bones. Infinity, infinity Bones. Yeah, she's trying to take over the whole entire galaxy and get rid of half of the half of. Wait, the, wait! The, the don't you mean don't you mean the Infinity Chunkless? Infinity Chocolate, that's right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and she's going to hit you with that, uh, you know, she's going to clean up her crime scenes with that, that Infinity Fabuloso. The space, the space Chocolate hits you from the other side of the room. The power Chocolate <laughs> knocks you across the room. Oh, man. And the only one Death that can save us is Elaine Warren. So it's going to be called Annabelle Infinity Horse. Uh-huh. It, it, don't, be don't the, give me hope. <laughs> don't give me hope. <laughs> give me tacos. <laughs> don't give me hope. Give me tacos. That's, that's the slogan. That's <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> All right. So, so Clay, so what what have you been watching or reading, listening to, or uh, playing? Man, I haven't really got to play anything since okay. the twins were born. I've just kind of been, you know, been preoccupied and helping my wife out and. Which I mean, she's she's just a rock star, dude. But she doesn't That's even awesome. need me. I'm I'm just here. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, she could do it all by herself, and yeah, no, like nothing. But I was playing. Um, I started playing that uh, Undead Army was four. Oh, Zombie Army four. Yeah, yeah, the Zombie Army four. I played that a little bit. I got into uh, Snow Runner a lot lately, like okay. a lot before. Like I started playing that a lot, and it was had a blast with it. But I guess she kind of got bored. Mm-hmm. I was going back to uh, Call of Duty, and I was going back to uh, Rocket League as well. But I just I haven't had the time, man. Just I haven't been into it really. So, so what's your what's your car choice in Rocket League? What like what what's your car? Um, 
like the A team van, but I just I just blacked it out, <laughs> just murdered just it out. It. <laughs> nice, nice. That see, I'm trying to get Chris to 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 jump into uh, Rocket League now since it's free. You just have to oh, buy the skins man. and everything. It is officially free. You can unlock cars. You can buy the summer passes, or you can buy exclusive skins. And uh, we talked and, about this. I want more yeah, we did. Bronco. And <laughs> <laughs> or a again, or a ninety a ninety five Mercury Grand Marquis. Yes, that that is true. Right. And and, and for me, don't roll down. And for me, Christine would be a great DLC content that that, that they would need to add. A great <laughs> DLC car. They gotta have the, the put, gotta put Dragula in there, and they gotta have Rob, Rob Zombie on the front of it, just hopped up like Rat Fink. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> well, if we're talking about Rob Zombie, then you know it's not gonna be him on the front. It's gonna be his freaking. It's gonna be uh, his, his wife. It's yeah, gonna be his yeah, wife yeah, on the like, car. Sherry, Sherry's gonna be on the hood. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like, yeah, that 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 Egyptian mummy that he calls a wife up on the hood. Someone she, says she's a living dead girl. She, she oh, she's yeah. a leathery dead girl. She's, she, she's leathery. <laughs> <laughs> some some definitely she's a she's a demon noise and i'm not oh man uh yeah well, 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 but but we'll, 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 we'll talk about them later because we have some news involving them much much later some depending on what you fall on good or bad we'll, we'll talk about them later uh yeah but yeah rock league i love that that game is always fun i haven't played it in a while but i need to jump back into that one i actually got back in like who was, was it? Dwayne last week was the guest. Yeah, Dwayne was last week. Y'all were talking about it last week, and I was I was at work, and I was like, man, I ain't played Rocket League in a long time. It's like I went and re-downloaded it and started playing it, and I was like, damn, this is fun. Like, why did why did I delete this? <laughs> Dude, it's a it's a fun game. The only thing I don't like about Rocket League is the basketball version, like the one where you have to get the hoop, the ball up into the hoop. I oh, do not yeah. like that. It is too hard. It's too difficult for me. It's not a fan miserable. of it. It is it, it is a little time consuming and miserable for me. But I love the hockey version of it, where you have to do the puck, because it looks uh, like yeah. a giant. It looks like a giant Oreo cookie that you're like hitting <laughs> around the ring. Can you in the in the basketball version? Can you flop? Uh, I don't think they have LeBron flops in the game. <laughs> uh, like the car, the car needs to flip upside down and grab its grab its leg. Oh man! Like, oh my god! <laughs> the, the, like the tires deflate and they pop. <laughs> you can't drive anywhere. And it just like spills a little oil on the ground, like like for tears. For tears. Oh man. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That that'll be that would be hilarious if they actually did a LeBron car and the tires blow out as soon as you like drive like five feet. Yeah. It'd be it'd be it'd be great. At this uh, point yeah. it would be a it would be a space jam car, wouldn't it? Can you imagine a, a uh, what a Dennis Rodman car running around? It'd be like <laughs> half the time it'd be in the NWO and <laughs> be hopped up on all kinds of crap. Oh <laughs> the the Okay, if if Dennis Rodman was going to be in Rocket League, I would say that he would be in like that giant bubble that he was in with that Van Damme movie that that they fell to Earth in. So yeah. he'd be in that giant inflatable bubble running around as himself. Oh my god! Oh man! I was just kind of hoping for a ragtop, you know, with different color options. There you That's go. There That's you go. And maybe some uh, what do they call it? The 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 when they put the skirts around the car, like it'd be like a wedding skirt around. It. Wait, wait, didn't he didn't he have like a pink Cadillac when he showed up to get married himself? He had that pink Cadillac, or is it something else? Right. I think I okay. think that's right. It sounds right. It. Sounds what it sounds some... overdrive. Me, give me a green goblin truck, man. Oh, that yeah. would be cool. <laughs> but you know, but you know, if you have that Mack truck, which is a Mack truck with a green goblin on it, you'd have to have the other famous Mack truck in there as well. Optimus Prime. Oh, Large Marge from uh, Pee-wee no Marge, uh, Optimus. Uh, Picture, yeah. 
you got to get Peter Cullen to start doing some voice work, get him, get him a paycheck. <laughs> I am 147 years old. I need Autobots. <laughs> Autobots rolled out and score goals. Erectile dysfunction. Oh man! <laughs> Please, for the love of God, roll out. Is this is this where we do the the uh, talk is Jericho ad input? You know what I really needed? Yeah. He really needed some blue chew. <laughs> that sounds that, that you know ED sounds great. We want to hear more about that, but first let's talk about Omaha Steaks. Yeah. Like, oh God. Dude, I was or, listening to one of his. It was like I think it was like six months ago. He was talking, and it was like a super serious conversation, and like, it, like you didn't even hear any kind of cut anywhere in there. It was just so like smooth and like, and just like just a good transition. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's you know that really that's really sad. And then my cats get really sad when they don't have their Frisky's litter or some shit. I was like, are you serious right now? I was like, what? Is I, I remember? This? I think I remember I that. Think I remember that one. It was it was the it was uh it was the Benoit. We were talking about Benoit, the Dark Side of the Ring. And he's guys? talking, oh, yeah. and he's talking about the the moment, and then all of a sudden he starts going in about the cereal. He starts talking oh, about God. cereal. That magic like, spoon of cereal yeah, magic spoon. Yeah. <laughs> but I he, was he's like, like Jericho, he, you kill me, dude. You kill me with he, this. He was talking. Was he talking? He was talking to a uh, Chavo. He was talking to Chavo, oh, and they're man. going on about the Benoit story about with uh, with uh, the son David with uh, yeah. the other. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's really sad. You know, you know, what's also sad is that when I don't get my cereal that I want in the morning and I'm like, oh, and I, I rewinded it to, to make sure I heard what I heard, because he taught went from being sad about someone's dad dying into sad about not having his Fruity Pebbles flavored healthy cereal. It's totally the morning. same thing. It's totally <laughs> the same feeling. I, I, I mean, you got to have the magic spoons, man. Look, man, if you don't eat your cereal fast enough, it gets soggy and you get sad. Nobody wants that. And nobody wants you to be sad. So like, you if be you sad. are a serial killer, <laughs> you don't kill fast enough, you get sad. Yes. So <laughs> are you saying are, so Magic Spoon is sponsored serial killers? I mean, it, it's it's a promotion that writes itself, Aaron. It, it does. They, it could, yeah. they kill the cereal in the bowl. Serial <laughs> killers. A spoonful of dedication goes a long way. You know what That's I mean? it. That's it. And they use uh, strawberry milk, so it looks it resembles blood. Coming soon, <laughs> Dexter the cereal. Oh my god! I'd, 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 I'd buy it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, oh, so have you watched anything, uh, Clay? Have you watched anything like uh, or read anything or? Um, back to the like the playing. I forgot. Um, I know you guys are probably both. Both like this. If you haven't already played it, uh, the Dying Light. Have y'all played that? I've not played it. Or, uh, I have. Or no, no, Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. That's it. Dead by Daylight. Yeah, yes. I've been wanting to. I haven't gotten around to. It. I know you can probably download it at this point. I'm sure it's not very expensive because it's got it's all kinds Game of Pass. DLCs, it, right? I think it's on the, Game Pass too. Okay. The Dead by Daylight is it? It's on Game Pass. I think it is. I want to say yeah, it is. I, I picked it up a couple months ago and it was like thirty bucks. Oh, okay, and, but it, I mean, I think I got like I got like a Michael Myers, the shape in there, since they can't use his his name in it. Yeah, but I got him. Yeah. I think I got the uh, the paper saw, <laughs> and I think I got uh, Leatherface in there as well. But no, that was, that's a that's a pretty fun one. It gets gets really irritating. <laughs> that's what I've heard. If Aaron's head would explode if they brought Leslie Vernon into the game. Oh, I would love that if they brought Leslie Vernon. In. Put Leslie Vernon yeah. in there, that or I want Sam. Yeah. Sam Ooh, Sam or Leslie Vernon. Oh, my God. You're you know welcome, what? Dude. I'm going to have to go Leslie Vernon because he's got the cardio. He's got the cardio. That's true. Yep. He's got the cardio. 
<laughs> well, then you know, with Sam, it's like he would go nuts when he loses his mask, right? Like he's a little, yeah. he's a little shit with the with the burlap sack. But once yeah. he loses his mask, he's full feral. He's like you know, Wolverine Berserker barrage. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, <laughs> Sam is basically Loki. Leslie Vernon is just is Black Panther. If you're gonna compare them to or Batman, compare them to superheroes because Leslie Vernon has the prep time, the cardio, and he uses the 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 shadows and dark stuff to kind of move around. Sam fucks with your mind. He's hiding. He's setting things in motion. He tricks you. He does all of that. Two different types of gameplay, which would be amazing. But playing as Leslie Vernon just to do like parkour type gazelle speed to kill somebody off and then sawing uh, tree branches to prep stuff up. That would be hilarious. That would be fun. Just go ahead and just go ahead and gimmick the hook. Be like, look, yeah. we're going to put him up there, but we're just going to go ahead and gimmick the hook anyway. That way he slips <laughs> off and I'm right there. I just throw him right back. No problem. Yeah. That's it, man. Just give him a little exactly. hope. Give him that hope spot, man. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Love that movie. It was, it was really uh, good. It is. It really is. Clay's over here working the crowd, man. You only got to be dealing with a professional here in the squared circle. <laughs> Hey, that's that's how you do it. Storytelling chops ready to go, man. No one, no one how you do it. Ears, listen to the crowd. Come on, we trying to, man. We trying. <laughs> that that, that is how you, that's how you do it. That's so. as far as uh, reading, I haven't read like a whole lot of books lately. Um, when I was mm-hmm. in the hospital, I picked up with the hospital with uh, my wife. I picked up uh, Drew McIntyre's book. Okay, and I started reading through that. I didn't get very far, but it was, <laughs> from what I, from what I read, it, it was pretty good, and I need to finish it. Okay. Uh, it, was it, it written in Scottish? Yeah, he was written just like this. He read everything just like that. <laughs> I sounded like ghosts there. I didn't even sound Scottish. <laughs> what they call it Gaelic? It's just like all this Gaelic language, and you can't even speak. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. Is here? yeah. Gibberish. <laughs> like, how did you read that? <laughs> I thought I bought this book in America. Yeah, no, it was a cool, a cool, 20, <laughs> cool twenty-two dollars, and you got a book that you can't even read, man. <laughs> uh, well, we, we have to decipher because there's two types of Scottish people in the, that, that that are known in the world. You have your uh, Drew McIntyres, and you have your Meredas, and that's really it. Oh, so, you, man, that's true. Yeah. Hey, we're, hey, we're not big in Scotland yet, so we're, 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 we'll get there eventually. We don't have any dings in Scotland. <laughs> nope, not yet. We got, we're gonna talk about more. Sh- uh, <laughs> Part shingles. Part shingles. The God, what am I? Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Do what? Sir Sean Connery. Yeah, we have a lot of hot shingles here. <laughs> shingles been very hot lately. <laughs> 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 oh the past wow. week they've been scorching, dude. <laughs> uh, uh, some flaming shingles. That sounds like shingles. the next. Sounds like the next kind of like brand of Pringles, like next flavor of Pringles. <laughs> Oh, oh man, uh, it comes with a free uh, a free test. Yes, it comes with minimum <laughs> wage and no health coverage. That sounds horrible. Oh, free to, free to LA, man. They got to step it up. <laughs> they, you. they definitely do. They definitely do. Um, so, watching wise, I'm trying to think. Like watching wise, um, I, I did watch Conjuring Three. I watched it. I think the, the day after it came out. Okay, that was pretty decent. Um, and I fell off on the whole Conjuring series and like the little mini side stories and stuff. So I went back and I was trying to, trying to start watching those again. Okay. And I watched, ended up watching The Nun and I watched uh, Annabelle Creation like the same night. And I said, those, those, those are actually pretty decent. 
I didn't like the first Annabelle movie. I started watching the second one, and I, I was sort of getting into it, but I couldn't finish it. Uh, the Nun, I just thought was garbage. Really? It, it had a, it had a good premise. It had a good premise, but if you've seen the movie, if you've seen the movie Lights Out, it's somewhat the same, That's but true. with the Conjuring brand on it, it's like the same. To me, it was the same thing. <laughs> said, I'm, it's I'm a great value Fruit Loops. <laughs> it's 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 the the nun is is lights out from big wish. ass bag. It's lights out from Wish. Horror. Yeah. Uh, I just I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get yeah, into man. it. I, and to your point, I think that's why I'm, when I when I just to clarify when I say like, we're running out of original material, so I'm talking. Mm-hmm. Man. Like I, I think, you know, like if I slap this desk right now out of nowhere, you'd be like, oh shit. Yeah, it didn't scare you. You're just like, "Hey, that was dumb. Why did you do that?" Totally. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's not like you're scared. You're like, "What a dick move, man." This is. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, I'm so frightened. The door slammed. Like, yeah, people slam doors all the time. Generally, yeah, ghosts do it. People I'm are sure. rude, man. People are yeah, rude. No. They just slam doors. Well, uh, Clay, I, I remember we talked a while back, and I asked, and I, I, I think I didn't suggest a movie to you then, but I think I texted you this: uh, the movie Psycho Gorman. Yes. Were you able to check that out? Yes, uh, the day you texted me that, you texted me at like three, and you were like, dude, get on, sh-, or you tagged me in on Facebook, and you're like, dude, go, you have to watch this movie, and I was like, all right, I'll put it on my list, and I got home from work, and I went in there and watched it, and I was just like, dang, my, my hunky boys, man. <laughs> <laughs> the hunky boys, yes. The hunky boys, <laughs> not my hunky boys. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it, it, was, it was like, it threw me for a loop. But it, um, and I think I did text you like later on that night. I was like, dude, this is like a knockoff like Power Rangers. Movie. Like these are like the knockoff Power Ranger villains, dude. Yes, yes. <laughs> but but like a violent version of the Power Rangers. Yeah, it's 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 just so different. And the and their practical effects. There's no CGI. It's all practical. Yeah, which makes it even crazy. better. Ah, uh, yeah. So so yeah. I, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed that. It was I, it was totally different. I wasn't expecting it, but I was I was like. Yeah, that's, that's a good hour and a half. I'm cool with that. <laughs> uh, so we, good. we don't get enough of, man. We don't get enough practical effects. I and mean, nothing impressive. Dude, that's the thing, man. Another thing. All the special effects, like Tom Savini, to this day, still creates great practical effects. He does. But, like, when you're watching these Saw movies and shit, and the guy's head gets smashed by two things of, like, giant blocks of ice or whatever the hell it is, like... R.I.P. Donnie. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm desensitized, man. desensitized to digital yeah. horror. Like, yep. It's not impressed anymore. Like, and I, I hate that it does that to me. I hate that I'm no longer like, oh shoot. Like, I don't have that feeling anymore. That that is which, true. Which I can't. I, I just watched all the songs recently too, and I did it so I could watch Spiral. Just you know, just get back all into it again. <laughs> and I, uh-huh. I didn't even. I haven't even watched Spiral yet. So like, I just wasted a bunch of time. I went but, through uh, all of them recently too. Yeah, because they're all on HBO Max. Yeah, they're all in. Yeah, wait. Yeah, they are all in HBO Max. That I know. That's where I watched them at least. I was like, I'm not going to buy all these things, but I'll watch one for free for sure. Yeah. Well, but, I know I bought recently the. Uh, it's all eight movies. It's one. It's Saw one through Jigsaw, and it was like thirteen dollars at Target on Blu-ray. So you got wow. all the movies plus the digitals for thirteen bucks. Dang, Damn. ain't nothing wrong with that, man. <laughs> no, no. So. I've got that which, somewhere. Which saw was it? I can't. I think it was five, or it might have been the uh, the sixth one. But they had the dude on the uh, on the 
like the flat table and they had his arms like restricted he had to put his hands through the machine like to the deals and like like drill through them or cut through them or something yeah he didn't get it in time like the big like pendulum swinging yes yeah hey come through Uh, and like chopped him up me and my like my wife she doesn't watch any of that stuff and i was sitting there watching she saw it she's like oh my god what's happening dude she's like what is that like that was that was terrifying (laughs) yeah uh, my wife was the same way, uh, Alex. I was watching part. I was watching part seven, and I watched part eight. And she came in there, and she wasn't into the gore and everything, but the twist in the, like the, it's basically a detective story with pretty much gore and twist. And she got into it because of the like the 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 mystery behind it. And we we finished it, and she was like, "Huh, okay, whatever." And then she kind of went back to what she was doing. But uh, it was just it's. The Saw movies, I think, are overall they're overall they're good, but some of the storylines and the the prep time and the prep work and like the overlays are just they're really scraping the barrel to make everything fall into place from one guy's like planning. It's yeah, because they're not writing it's, it's too movies. much. They're not they're not writing these movies three movies ahead, man. They're waiting for the the box office return to see if they can make a yeah. dime off of it, and then like, oh yeah. shit, let's write a script real quick and, and let's tie some shit together that made no sense in the last two movies. Pretty exactly, much. but let's let's just find a way to. We're just going to say it does, but it really doesn't. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, but yeah, I, I still haven't seen I still haven't seen Spiral yet, and I do want to see it. I just haven't. I'm, I'm rented more, it. I just, my morbid curiosity is to see if I can take Chris Rock seriously in anything. From uh, what yeah, I heard, I don't know. <laughs> he, from what I've heard, he's he's his role is is about the, is the same as his role was in Lethal Weapon Four, where he's not funny; he's trying to be serious, but he has a lot of dark humor. So it's kind of mimicking that tone, I guess. Okay. I but well, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he wants to be the next Jordan Peele or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, if, if only Jordan Peele could write a good movie, other than you know, Get Out. Oh, hey man, I, hey, I enjoyed it. Hey, I am sorry. I us had a great, amazing trailer. Amazing trailer. It got me hooked. The movie, hot garbage. Great soundtrack, garbage movie. Garbage movie. What 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 was it that threw you off on the movie? Was it like the like calling his message on on the social climate stuff, or was it I like, think uh, I think it was the over explanation of the underground and him having to explain everything of what of what and why they were doing. That okay. he, if he left a lot more mystery and I left a lot more like plausibility to the story, I think it would have been better. But he had to over he had to like over inform everybody of the story. And I think that's what took away from it. There was no mystery to it anymore. And I think having a little bit of mystery to a story adds fear to it, which would have made it scary, but well, he I didn't agree. do that. No, you're right. So. You, have, you have a fair point there because we, you know, we look at, you know, I don't know about you guys. I most really don't watch Monday Night Raw anymore. I just throw it on in the background and I listen to it. And Vince, <laughs> I try. Vince McMahon I try so friends, hard. Think I'm so stupid that I, that I just can't wipe my own ass. Like I, I don't need everything. <laughs> You know, I can put like to your point, Aaron. I can put two and two yeah. together. Like, I mean, you can give me the, the breadcrumbs. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm a pretty smart feller, you know. But like, I'm, I'm pretty smart. You, know, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to spell it out and then sound it out for me. I, I can put it together, but right. that, that's, uh, but yeah, I thought Get Out was great. Us had a better trailer, had a better teaser trailer. 
that's but fair. that's just me. So, uh, was that everything that you've watched, uh, Clay? Or uh, for the, I mean, I, and I watch okay. just a ton, ton of wrestling. I mean, I'm yeah, oh, yeah. watch all. Yeah, I try to watch Monday Night Raw as much as I can. <laughs> like, I try, I try to find the bright spots, but it's and it's just it's just been a ton of reruns. Um, SmackDown's been a lot better. Yeah. Oh yeah. I will. Um, I mean, they've kind of wasted Raw. I think like. And it's going to sound marky, and I mean, you've seen the Fiend Shrine and stuff behind me. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they're they're killing Raw by they keeping are. him away. Like, I understand he's dealing with some, like, mental issues and stuff like that. Because, I mean, that's, that stuff happens. It's mm-hmm. real, you know? Yeah. But, man, it's just, it's such a reach with the, uh, with the Alexa Bliss character kind of thing. It's just oh, such yeah. a reach, man. Like, come on. That, yeah, that is very true. That is very gone true. Gone are the days of magic, man. We, 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 we're, we're too smart for that, right? Yes. This is true. This is true. Uh, the, you gave us you gave us penultimate realism with the with the attitude era. You made wrestling real for us. We, you showed mm-hmm. us who Scott Hall and who Kevin Nash were. I, I think. The, well, well, I think one of the things that kind of killed kayfabe and kind of started killing that biz that that the mysticism that wrestling has. I'm a, it's tough enough. The, uh, the 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 reality show tough enough because yeah, they just, they dropped the curtain. To show the training process to become a wrestler, and you had people who weren't who shouldn't have been on the show to bring in ratings that were on the show, and I think that really kind of killed the mysticism. Yeah, so, was it was it Chris Nowitzki and Maven that were on the first season? Yes, I, I didn't watch anything past that. Once once Nowitzki came out as a varsity football guy or whatever the hell he was. And maybe just came out as a a, a douchebag, like yeah. who who well, oh, wrestler. Like, I think season one. <laughs> well, we also got Josh and um, uh, John Morrison from season one as well. Oh, Johnny John Nitro. Morrison? Johnny Nitro, yeah, John Morrison, it, it, Johnny Nitro. Wasn't he the first, yeah. the very the first winner? Yeah. Maven oh wow. Was on the surreal life with Tony Katane and Cece Deville. He was, yeah. Maven was on there. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. I was watching that the other day. What bacon was watching? The surreal life with me. <laughs> <laughs> she, guys, just get her on camera, man. She's got to be a part of this. She's got to be. No, no, it's, it's better with her. It's better with her off camera because you don't know what's going to be said next. The the mysticism is there. We can't kill yeah. her gimmick. We can't kill her gimmick right now. Yeah, you know, we didn't realize it until Dwayne affirmed it for us that she's a she's actually a very big cog in this machine right now. Because like, especially if we had a video element and you see me talking to you, like my yeah. wife is like, Tony Katana was also. And I was like, they had a contest to vote him on there. It's funny. Yeah, with his white tights. Yeah. Not a good look. <laughs> Not a good look unless you're Seth Rollins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just just, just yeah, don't don't, get don't hold your breath, <laughs> Just don't get streaks. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not gonna let him have the white tights back, man. No, he won't. They gave him the Pete Dunn, and it was awful. It was a horrible decision. Uh, oh, those are. Dude, bad. Uh, Damian Damian Priest when he had the white gear was it the was it a, uh, in your house? Yeah. Was it in your house? Yeah, it, it was yeah, it was like two or three in your houses ago. And yeah, it was it was it's a nice gear. Best white hair, Seth Rollins. Yeah. Uh, as oh, as yeah. I said that, I was looking over in the corner because I've got like little figures, like the Lucy's, and uh-huh. like, here and there, and I've got like a Seth Rollins little 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 block over there. I got a Finn Balor one, and I got like a Taker one, and yeah. right on front with the Taker with the uh, Seth Rollins one, 
He's it's the the skunk hair with the white the white tights. I'm like, oh, that's this that's it right there. <laughs> I I'm I'm going to counterpoint your off screen wife uh, with best white gear. A, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels, Iron Man match. This is true. Or, or currently, White Ranger Xavier Woods. Ooh. Yeah, it is pretty good. So, yeah, those are good. two. Those are two elites I'd like to have. Is those yeah current, uh, new day ones. So uh, I'll finish off this cool. segment with because uh, I didn't. I didn't really do too much. I actually, uh, I. Uh, Plunged myself into and marathoned one TV show, and then I read. I actually have something that I've read, so I watched the Mighty Ducks show that's on Disney Plus. It's basically a PG version of Cobra Kai, but with the Mighty Ducks team. Like twenty years later, <laughs> Coach Bombay comes back and he's running the team. It's funny for like the Mighty Ducks. If you're a fan of the, the movies, you'll enjoy the show. It, I liked it. It was a lot of fun. Actual uh, Emilio Estevez. They brought Milo Estevez back, and he is, in fact, a cake eater in this show. He is a cake eater. They, they make that reference and joke all the time, and it is, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's a good show. Definitely enjoy it. Uh, didn't really watch any movies. Uh, just didn't really have time because I was watching Mighty Ducks. Uh, but I did do some reading. Thanks to Chris, who got me some comic issues. I started reading the uh, TMNT Last Ronin. Oof. Yeah, dude. And if you don't know what the last Ronin is, it's basically the surviving brother turtle on his revenge story to take out his the surviving member from the uh, Rokosaki clan. Yes, and you don't know which turtle it is at the at the beginning, but as it's going through, you're picking it up because they the because the second issue, you have your first brother falling. Ugh. Third issue, you have your next brother falling. And as, as and I'll say this, the sec the ending of the second issue was a gut punch. Because Dude. I know it because I know it's gonna happen, Ugh. but you don't want it to happen. And it's uh, you just got issue three, right? Yes, I got issue three. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Ugh. Uh but it was it's it's a good story, but it's just so depressing. <laughs> if you like the turtles. Definitely try to get these comics and read them. They're so good, but it, mm-hmm. but you're not going to be happy <laughs> when you're reading them. But the story is just so well written uh, that 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 the turtle that you think it is that's doing the revenge is not the one that you're expecting. It's not the one you're expecting, and I'll leave it at that because that's not the series isn't done yet. The series isn't done yet, but it's just really good and. The art, the artwork is a great. The storylines are great. It's just, it's a gut punch after gut punch. But yeah, I, I can't. I also, and I apologize. I don't mean to interrupt you, but like, I cannot recommend this enough to anyone who is in their forties or about to be forty. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. This guy <laughs> who grew up with the turtles. I'm telling uh-huh. you, man. Like, we have toys or the toys that made us to thank for Last Ronin. Yes, that, that uh, is true. Because that episode of Turtles brought Laird and Eastman back together, and my wife will tell you, I'm I'm man enough to say when I cry. That episode made me cry. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, <clears throat> after being old enough to learn what all went into creating the Turtles, after just enjoying yes. the cartoon as a kid, you realize yes. these were two guys who just became friends and and made everything out of nothing, and they they literally have lived the dream that as an artist and a creator, 
you want to live. If you want yes. to make that mark, you want to create something that you did that millions of kids or people, whoever the case may be, put themselves into to where, mm-hmm. you know, 20 years, 25 years later, they, they're grown ass men. They're still trying to run down the comic shop in time to get that next episode, that next issue. That's true. Because they just, they want to know what the hell happened next. You see, if you've, if you've, if you've secured us for that long, then you have, you, you've, you've made your mark. I mean, you know, at this point you can write a story like Blast Ronin to where you're mm-hmm. taking us on an emotional roller coaster that we did not expect because God forbid anything happened to any of the turtles at all whatsoever. Yes. And it's like, well, what if it did? And you're like, Oh God damn it. Like that is rough, dude. It is. Rough. Well, I mean, it's like with the image run that where you had like Leo lost a hand, mm-hmm. Donnie got blown up and turned into a cyborg. Raph lost the, half his face and became the shredder for like an issue. Uh, you had all those things, but then they're all kind of retconned and healed at the end of the series. And the only thing that kind of stayed was, you know, Splinter having a heart attack, having a heart attack and dying. That kind of mm-hmm. stayed and didn't change. But the brothers were deformed, but then they kind of got healed back up. So it kind of lost the impact. This yeah. is just death with death with death over and over. Yeah. I mean, there's there's elements of what we fear from society in, in, in regards to like a police state and how, um, you know, we're so we're so fearful of a one world government and stuff like that. And then this is not me getting a conspiracy series. I'm just telling you mm-hmm. your elements of the story. Yeah. And that's how you get the best stories is, that, you know, if you if you wouldn't piss on politics to put out the fire out, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, we pull from what we know. And that's how good stories are made. And yes, because that's how you connect with the reader. You got to put us in it too. You know what I mean? Like, and, yeah, you and, gotta and have it, some realism. You do. Yeah. And this pulls from other comic book characters as well. I mean, this is like a combination of Batman, Moon Knight, GI Joe, and it's just straight up old school Ninja Turtles. Just straight yeah. up old school Ninja Turtles. So oh. yeah, if you're if you're a fan of Moon Knight, definitely pick this up. Definitely pick this up. Uh, and, and I don't often buy trade paperbacks or hardcovers, but when this comes out in the collected edition, I'm pretty sure they're going to put out a nice one. I'm about to grab that too. Because yes. my ultimate goal is I want to have like a whole wall of just my wife and the mine's uh, books and trades and co- you know everything. And well, all that stuff. To my collection. All that stuff. So, and that's pretty much all I read. I, I read that and I watched Mighty Ducks and I, of course Loki, uh, but we kind of covered Loki a little bit. So jumping from that into. What we kind of hinted on earlier, um, well, it, it was announced. Rob Zombie, famous uh, musician, and some might say decent director, a uh, is t- is helming a monsters movie. It is he is helming a monsters movie, and and a few days ago, it was announced that his wife, the um, elderly. Shit. Sherry Moon, Moon Zombie is uh, is uh, going to be year old, but yes. It's going to be a uh, Lily Munster. She's she's going to be Lillian. So, Chris, what are your thoughts? God, dude, you know, I don't want if if I, if, if Herman Munster starts screaming at his wife, you you, you hear that baby crying, you dumb bitch. like i i appreciate things that rob zombie has brought to the music realm Uh uh-huh 
I bought his McFarlane figure back in the day. It was dope as hell, and I had it at one point. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed the remix albums, uh, which a lot of people were kind of indifferent about because it was just like, I think he was a little ahead of the curve on his remix albums uh, with all he the techno remix and stuff like that. He definitely um, was. His Halloween take was polarizing for a lot of people because, uh, and I think Aaron might agree with me on this, we don't need an origin story for Michael Myers. You take away the mysticism. He's no longer a shape. He's now right. a, 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 an emotionally gaslit child yep. with homicidal tendencies that we've learned about in any number of Netflix documentaries. So now, no, we are not shocked or impressed. We've seen it. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, he's just a Billy Bob serial killer. Wow. Impressive. But I mean, I guess at the end of the day, Rob Zombie's going to pull from what he knows. I don't know how he's going to Billy Bob up the monsters, but I'm sure he'll find a way. Oh yeah. Oh, he, he he definitely will. He 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 definitely will. He'll find, he'll figure a way to. Well, do what he do what he wants to do. I mean, is their neighbor going to be Doctor Satan? I mean, who knows? <laughs> I'm he trying going to, find, to check the mail. I'm trying to find like <laughs> yeah. the cast. I'm trying the to find the cast listing. Oh, it's hot out today. Oh, easy, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to happen. I'd like to be a part of your movie. (laughs) Mr. Zombie. It's it's, going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. We're going to get... Okay, like, here's here's what I'm kind of fearful of. As a kid, I used to watch old reruns of uh, Speed Racer when it came on, like early in the mornings or whatever it was. And it was cool because it was, it was old mon- old anime that I didn't know anything about but looked awesome. Yes. Right? And then they gave us that movie, the live-action Speed Racer movie, which also was polarizing for people. I didn't much care for it because I was like, I don't need this. Yeah. And you, you know, Rob Zombie's going to try to modernize. He's gonna, I think he's going to give us a fish-out-of-water story. About a family locked in time from back in the 40s, whenever it was. Forgive me, I don't remember exactly, but, you know. And then again, it, 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 this was a comedy TV show. This was, yeah. a, this was a sitcom. Yes, it was. So, what, I mean, who's the killer? Is is um, the little wolf boy the killer? I, I forget his name. I, okay, well, <clears throat> well. How, like, how would you modernize the monsters? That, that's a, that's the first thing. First question: It will it be color or will it be black and white? How is he going to how is he going to keep it? All right, how, what is he going to do? I mean, he, you know, it has to be black and white, man. Yeah, you would think, right? I mean, or kind of kind of grainy, you know. You would think we're gonna get those Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake uh, eight millimeter cuts and all this bull crap that just you know okay. the trailer's gonna look <clears throat> ridiculous. It's so, okay, second question is, what percentage of the cast will be hillbilly? 92%. <laughs> Not, Clay, 92%, say, okay. The, the main cast? Yeah, just about all of them. All of them? Okay. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of another trope. Like another another Rob Zombie trope. Be, so besides, well, he so besides the hillbilly. There will be some sort of weird mother-son sexual tension. There will be something... So, I, I don't so taboo. I don't think he'll write a. I don't think he'll write a song for this movie. He'll write a whole album because yeah, that's what he originally did for. Uh, that's what he originally did for um, House of a Thousand Corpses. Was that full album? They got pushed back, or the movie got pushed back, and the album came out, 
which had a song called House of a Thousand Corpses theme. And it didn't have the movie to go with because the movie got pushed back. So I think we'll get like a new out al- like a new remix album that uh well it'll either be something good or it'll be rehashed stuff like his current album that just came out. That's like he copied his old self and just didn't do too much with it. But I already know, I already feel guilty because I know <clears throat> just out of curiosity I'm gonna wanna watch it. Yeah, everybody's going to want to translate. That's going to translate into sales and and numbers. And it's going to tell whoever it needs to tell if it makes X amount over their budget that it was a quote unquote good movie just because we were just had nothing better to do. We want to see what the hell happened here. It's he's like he's like the the grimy version of Zack Snyder. He's got a fan following. (laughs) People are going to watch it. He's got his oh tropes. Oh my god! And the Snyderverse just shit its pants. You hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm already hear hearing. The, I'm I'm already hearing the the people. How dare you? Oh, wait, oh wait, my wait. god! Yeah, yeah, listen, How listen closely. You. you ready? Ready? Here goes. <laughs> Angry typing. Uh, Angry he's, typing. He's tearing you <laughs> up right now, dude. Oh, uh, how dare, dare you? Are you dude, gonna do uh, the dude in Guar? What was this? Balzac or Balzac, the 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 Dismac or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Balzac. yeah. Bal, Balzac, Balzac Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the hate for that. But I mean, just replace slow motion with hillbilly dialogue, and it's like the exact same thing. You could literally trade out the tropes of each thing, and if you just, I'm pretty sure if you shave off Rob Zombie's beard, you have Zack Snyder underneath there hiding. What's up, bro? <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the Rob Zombie persona is a Tom Savini mask that he wears. It could be. Up. It, it's the Fiend mask. That is the OG Fiend mask. That's right, that, man. That was never used. OG Fiend mask that was never used. So basically, <laughs> kind of jump from this topic. Okay, Monster Movie comes out. Chris, you said you're going to watch it out of morbid curiosity. It's I'm going to do it as good. well. Clay, what about you? I'll check it out for sure. I'm hoping that this will be at the Alamo Draft House so I can have like six bottles of beer to watch it with or two pitchers. That way I'm so inebriated that whenever it's over, I'm still happy. At yeah. least we'll get that cool Alamo Draft House <laughs> Munster's glass. Yeah, that, that is true. That is true. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? Start Cinnamon Grill, then go to Hot Topic to buy the merch. I'm not going to go there and buy that merch. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> No, I can't. So final thing before you just jump into straight up wrestling. Uh, E3 also happened this past weekend. Uh, and for some people, it was a big disappointment. For others, it felt like uh, like a step back into normalcy with you know life and everything. Because we didn't really get an E3 in 2020. It happened, but not really. I mean, we got the, we got the announcement of the PS5 and the Xbox systems. But other than that, we didn't get really much of anything. This time we got a lot of games. Uh, and for me, some of the games are very familiar to one type of genre that people have been wanting. And so I'll just start us off with the horror games, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, this year, uh, people, I guess, apparently apparently, creators fell in love with the gameplay of Left 4 Dead. That was a cult classic back in the day. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to play a zombie game, you didn't play Call of Duty. That didn't have zombies at the time. You played either A, Left 4 Dead, or the really crappy Walking Dead uh, first-person shooter games that were on Xbox 360 or PS, uh, PS3. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Left 4 Dead was a big deal where you teamed up and killed zombies and zombie bosses. 
this year it was announced we had uh, Redfall, which is basically your team of people with special abilities. You work as a team to hunt down supernatural beings like vampires, zombies, werewolves, stuff like that. The animations and the character designs look great. Uh, it's it has my attention. It looks pretty cool, uh, but it feels like it feels like a Harry Potter version of Left 4 Dead, but with like the but like but with like you know the classic Universal monsters. Looks fun. Definitely check out the trailer. Watch it. You might enjoy it. Next one up. Another company taking the Call of Duty way of doing it, but adding the Left 4 Dead gameplay is Rainbow Six with the game Rainbow Six Extraction. Team up with four people. You take down zombies and zombie bosses. Same kind of deal. You kind of uh, create your own character, and each one has a special ability. It looks like fun if you like the military-style way of shooting zombies like Call of Duty. I'm probably going to play this one just because I like that military feel every so often. looks like fun. Uh, but it doesn't have the same kind of feel that the other ones do. Uh, now, the one that got my attention the most is a game called Back for Blood. And this is <clears throat> basically the ghost sequel to Left 4 Dead. And the reason why I say that is because it's the same writers and creators of Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, but with a different studio. And this one looks really good. This, this, this one's got my full attention, so I cannot wait for this. It even has uh, zombie bosses like Left 4 Dead had with this somewhat, basically the same kind of uh, abilities. And this one looks amazing. So I, I'm waiting for that one, Back for Blood. And then finally, to kind of round it out, that we got more Halo. But this time we get Halo <laughs> gameplay for the, for the multiplayer. So I'm excited for more Halo. I want to see more Halo. So that's pretty much it, but what I saw for me three. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2 gameplay coming out in 2022. Uh, a new Metroid, Metroid um, Dread for Nintendo. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, they're adding the uh, 64 maps from Mario Party. Uh, okay. What else does Nintendo? Nintendo had a lot. Nintendo was good, too. A lot of remasters coming out. Dragon yeah. Ball Remaster. Just N Nintendo was good, just no Animal Crossing update. Because <laughs> they need to update Animal Crossing. Oh, and no Mario Kart 9 and no Switch Pro. <laughs> <laughs> and well they well they also announced a new uh, Smash Brothers fighter too. Oh uh, yeah, Tekken. Yeah, Kazuya from Tekken is now a fighter on Smash Brothers. And when I got home from work, the first thing Gwen asked is, "Who is this? Who is this kazoo guy?" It's like, "No, Gwen." Kazoo guy. I was like, "No, Gwen." She's like, "Who is this kazoo guy?" I said, "No, Gwen. That that's that, that's Kazuya. He's from one of Daddy's fighting games." Oh, you, you, you would know. That was from Star Tropic. It was a game on Nintendo back in 1989. You don't know anything about that. Who is this kazoo guy? <laughs> he, he, he said, "He said, why don't you take a seat." Let me yeah. tell you the story of my people. <laughs> <laughs> See, when back in the day, back in the day, all these games would stand up on, like, will be standing up in this big giant room with full of neon lights, and you would put quarters into those machines and play them. And one game in particular had a long line, and next to that game was a game called Tekken, where it didn't have a lot of line, but it was still a fun game to play. Had amazing soundtrack. I was uh, terrible at that game, dude. I was not the fighting game kid. 
I um I was the four player turtle kid. I was okay. the Captain America and the Avengers kid. America still needs your help. That was me. Vision. Wonder yeah. Man. Hawkeye. Vision. Dude, <laughs> okay. Side story. Astroworld. I'm wearing the Astroworld shirt. Uh, so, again, I'm just showing you guys as a visual. <laughs> anchor, but do we, all do we all remember Waterworld? Yes. Yes. Okay. You, I mean, I'm assuming you went there quite often. I did. We had season passes every year. Mm-hmm. So, Who didn't have a season pass? Yeah, seriously. Well, she was too. She was too young to enjoy Astroworld that much. So I mean, Astroworld closed when I was a freshman or a sophomore. Same thing. I li <laughs> <laughs> to your point, but um, uh, they had the Captain America and the Avengers in the arcade right next to the showers where you would enter and leave Waterworld. Uh huh. And it was always AC to the max, so it was a love-hate relationship with arcade because I was generally in, you know, wet clothes, but I wanted to play games. So I was also freezing my ass off, and my, you know, my heat hits were, you know, rigid. It was horrible. And Could you cut diamonds? Could you cut diamonds? I, dude, yeah. Anybody would have messed with me, I would have cut their finger off, like, you know, like a ninja or something. <laughs> I mean, just... Not so much a ninja as a titja. It'd be like Dos. It'd be like Doslam from Street Fighter. Exactly. <laughs> Yoga tip, and just like you know, no. But um, side note, like that in the showers, like my mom would be like, "Okay, we're leaving, so go take a shower and get dressed or whatever." Uh -huh. I went to, and they had shower stalls. I was like ten, so mm -hmm. I was. I was. I'm pretty sure people were banging next to me in the shower stall, <laughs> like. I heard noises. I put two and two together. I figured out what was going on. Well, it is Astro World. Yeah, I mean, it is yeah. Water World. And out of this world, you know. <laughs> no, I wasn't ten, probably twelve. So I was very like, hmm, you know, mental. Note, curious. Right? Like, yeah, what is all this about? Maybe I'll learn something. You know, and all you hear is just slapping and whatever. But like, <laughs> you know. So anytime I think of Captain America and the Avengers, I also think about the couple that was banging in the shower stall next to me. Oh, man. Oh, I can only imagine, like, you know, <laughs> cash money millionaires playing during that time in the background. Big fine woman, won't you back that ass up? It's just like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, oh, uh, so, so, so. <laughs> I, love, I love the head bob. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. so okay, so bacon. Is there any more Nintendo news? <laughs> Not that I can remember, but I mean they did a lot. Nintendo did really good. Okay, and that's that concludes this segment of bacon bits for bacon Game bits. Talk. Oh, <laughs> <I like it. laughs> bacon bits. Mario Bros is coming out. Uh, I didn't say Mario Bros. Mario Bros. Y'all said Mario she Bosch. was a. Y'all did say last week she was a ginger, right? Yeah. Yes. If she, if y'all get her pissed off and she goes off, ginger snaps. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris looking over her shoulder <laughs> in fear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to do it. I had to do it. Clay, for, let me make it out for, of this alive. <laughs> forgive me. Forgive me. <laughs> uh, Ease, man. No, I'm like... <laughs> bro oh, code, wow. bro. Bro code. Bro code. Uh, the soul code. 
Okay, so <laughs> Project Daywalker is in full effect. <laughs> okay, so we hinted we hinted us at the beginning of the episode. Uh, Clay, you are a, you you are training and you are a pro wrestler. Yes, so, along with that, what got you started in the wrestling? What piqued your interest to make you want to be like you know what? I want to get in there. I want to beat somebody up and slam them to the ground. At the same time, I want to have some badass music to come out to. Man, uh, I this, this will be like a this will be a longer story, but it's 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 my origin story there. Okay. But um, man, I didn't I didn't know wrestling until I was probably in like the fifth grade, and I met this okay. dude, and he and he just came he, he like he just moved to town because I grew up in uh, White House, Tennessee. Yeah. And this dude, he moved he come in there and he was there for literally one year, and I never uh-huh. saw this dude again. But uh, he came and like. He, he was talking about something. He was talking about Hardy Boys or something was going on. There's some okay. big angle going on, and he's talking about it. And I like, overheard. I was like, I was like, what are you talking about, man? And he ended up, you know, like kind of spilling the beans. I was and, he, and I was like, wrestling. I was like, it's like you didn't like, because like you know, you, if you didn't watch it or anything like that, you still know who Stone, you know, knew who Stone Cold was and yeah, and everything like that. So I was like, I was like, oh, you mean like that? He was like, I was like yeah, but it's, it's kind of different. And I was like, he's like, he's like, just watch it. You should go, dude, like, watch it tonight. It was like a Monday or something. I went up going home and, and watched it. And I just kind of like fell in love with it. I was like, what is going on here, dude? Like, this is crazy. This is nuts. And uh-huh. uh, I say, I think the, uh, like the Matt Hardy and the Edge and the Lita, like the love triangle. Oh, okay. So that, this 2005. That, that's yes. 2005 yeah. era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That, yes. was your, that was your introduction? Yeah. Oh wow! So I, <laughs> so I saw that, and uh, and like the like just like the like how real things back. Like I watched like I think it was like a little bit before, and like and then all this crap started happening. So you saw you saw all the the craziness with like the big character work and stuff like that, and then yeah. you like started getting this realism where it was so real. Like yes. you could feel you could feel the hatred. You could feel like how pissed off Matt was, and and Ed just didn't give a shit. He just didn't care at yeah. all. And, and like the heel work was just in, incredible. Like he was just yeah. so good at being such a dick. And like him and Lita both <laughs> just played it off as snobs just perfectly. And you're just like, man, I hate that guy, but God damn, he is so cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, yeah, if you haven't figured it out yet, Edge is my is my guy. He's he's always been my guy. Uh he, well, well yeah, he, I, he, I know he is. Well, he, well yeah. he's the original Mr. Take Your Girl. Oh yeah, Mr. Steel Chick, dog. <laughs> yeah. He but he, he so, was yeah he like that pulled me into it and then you know you had the the to add even more realism like he called him adam like when it when you know yes. matt was fired oh yeah fired yeah. or real fired but then brought back and yeah. uh yeah they called him adam and then everything like really really heated up and he started getting in like after all of that he started getting like the what the dx came back yeah the dx, DX came, came back, back. back yeah and you had a rated rko so it was edge yep. and orton yep so much good stuff like that yeah, yeah. way back man and yeah like they were doing the knockoffs of dx the impersonations and stuff yep it was awesome and uh i ended up talking my dad into uh by me that dude dude's name is harley tisdale so i gotta give him credit for this too <laughs> and my uh one of my buddies uh michael chapman mm-hmm. he bought us tickets to monday, monday night raw I came to nashville and we went i got to see you know edge and john cena and the hardys See, mm-hmm. I think I think it's DX Spirit Squad. I think there was like all of that crap going on, all of that, and uh, yeah, 
So so you saw pre Ziggler with Spirit Squad. You saw him whenever yeah. Ziggler was a part of the Spirit Squad. <laughs> yeah. I'm just blown away that your introduction was like the uh, <laughs> the Bang and Lita storyline, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Like you, you was... missed the choppy of the PP. You missed the. I mean. <laughs> Kind of? I've gone. I've gone back and went way, went way back into all of that. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, but okay. You know, the was, classic. You gotta, you gotta know where you've been to appreciate where you're going, right? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have follow the whole thing, man. Everything. Okay, <laughs> that, that's that's wow. So, so you started in kind of late, but and not, but you got hooked enough to go back and watch like all the the pre stuff, like all the old stuff. And that's pretty yeah, cool. It just, it just peaked, you know, peaked curiosity. And like yeah. it like way through like through the roof and like when I saw like when we went to that show I knew like yeah this is what I want to do this is what I want to do this, I want to do this as a profession when I'm you know of age and can do it yeah and um, I say and then like I kind of fell out of it for a while and I picked it back up and then fell out of it and then I came back came back to it you know everybody has that kind of thing like I said what's going on right now with with you know WWE wise. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. are falling off of it because it's just it's <laughs> kind of rough at the t- at the moment. Well, so okay, I'll, I'll ask this question: um, Do you think people are falling out because WWE has so much too much content, or people are falling out just because not enough good content? I don't think it's too much content. I think it's it's like you said, it's not enough good content. Okay, it's like they keep going back to. I think it's like it's like been since WrestleMania. Like we still have a storyline with Drew and Bobby. Yeah, and I mean that was so that was before WrestleMania. Like that was yeah, that started just before. That started Rumble. That was that Rumble. Yeah, it yeah, it's a Rumble. So like we've had it from then, and it's still going on now. Mm-hmm. That's insane, and right? And it's just been re re like do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. Have some more face offs. Let's you know, like you had Drew, and it's he's super over. Yeah, and then now you're just kind of it's just kind of pushing him down, and it's I don't know. I'm just not. I, with I, I will agree. I will agree with that. Uh, and just like I mean, just for the record, I think like with WWE, it's seven hours a week of just pro wrestling content, <clears throat> and that's not including the sideshows like the the treasures, the Finding Treasures one, the biographies, the, docu- the biographies, documentaries. The yeah. the pay per view setups that's not including that either. That this is right. just straight up on TV wrestling. You got SmackDown, Raw, and NXT. Mm-hmm. Or or actually, if you're going in like order of goodness, you got SmackDown, NXT, and sometimes Raw. And <laughs> it's that's seven hours of wrestling just for one company a week. Yeah. Just for one company a week. That that that's if you pace it out, that's in one hour a day. Yeah. That 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 you can watch on wrestling. Just WWE. Right. Just WWE. And that's not including pay-per-views. That's not no. including pay-per-views. So that, that yeah. is insane. That That is just crazy with the amount of wrestling that that company offers now. Yeah. So. It's, it's a ton. It's a ton. You know, so, my, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no you, you can go because I'm about to continue the, the thing. Okay. No, I was just, you know. That was that. That was a question that, that just came to mind for me, Clay. Um, you know, and this is going to be kind of a, a interesting question, I think, for you. Is you're seeing where the business is now mm-hmm. in regards to what WWE uh, is doing with it. 
because you know, for better or worse, their 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 claim is staked as far as being the standard bearer of what the professional wrestling industry is supposed to be. Yes. Uh, you know, give or take, and most will probably disagree with you. Some would agree. Who knows? I mean, again, we're all torn on this. Right. A lot of people are, you know, very much polarized by it. But, um, yeah. Does that give you pause, man, as a wrestler? Because as a professional wrestler, I mean, you ultimately, whether you're wrestling in front of 10 people or 10,000, uh, you want to entertain. And as a viewer, uh, we are no longer entertained. So, you know, I guess, do you think it's going to take another, is it going to take another Hogan? Is it going to take another Stone Cold? Is it going to take another, uh, uh, outsiders invading is it going to take what what do you think given the current state of where the world is at how do they shake the boat to make us care again you know and do you think do you think that's going to affect the industry in the long run i mean that sounds like a heavy question and it is because yeah that's a, that's a, a hell viewer, of a question <laughs> yeah as a viewer who's grown up with this and loved this his whole life i'm mm. hardcore falling out of love with wrestling and it sucks i mean because it hurts yeah. So, what, what do you think's going to? What do you think it's going to take, man? Man, I don't know if it necessarily takes you know the one character, like your you know like your Hogan's and your Austins, and I mean I guess you could say Bret Hart in there too. You know, like just the sure. the bigger guys, like the big you know over the top characters and stuff. I don't know if necessarily it would take just like the one star. I think what would really help it is if it was. You know, they kind of brought a lot, a bunch of people up together and kind of made it undeniable where you were like, there's so much right here that I have that I have to see. I cannot miss this. You know, you kind of you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying there. <clears throat> yeah. Like where they instead of like, you know, like the focus on like just a one guy, really, it's focused on a bunch of different people and yeah. you build all, you know, build a bunch of talent up to where it's just like there's just so much good. Yeah. And then, like, you know, those people get in the ring with others and they, you know, bring those up, people up, elevate them and elevate them. Just yeah. Keep, everything just kind of keeps going together. Well, I remember, like, okay, during the Attitude Era, even toward the end of the Attitude Era, <clears throat> the characters that they had were built up so well that even when the main eventers like The Rock and uh, Austin and Triple H and Mankind weren't on the show, everybody cared about the light, the, like the cruiserweights, like, like, um, SA Rios. Takamichinoku, the Mid Carters, like Jericho and Kurt Angle, everybody, everybody was so thoroughly developed out mm-hmm. that when you didn't have main eventers, people still went nuts for the Mid Carters. Mm-hmm. And then you had, and then you had the, uh, the the attractions like the Undertakers and the Canes mm-hmm. and the Gangrels. You had those guys with the mysticism that still had amazing fans no matter what. And yeah. it seems like now they're pushing more towards the belts and who is selling the most t-shirts is, is, is the main focus of today's wrestling. And I think that's, what's hurting. That's what's hurting the business because they're not letting the mid carters develop enough or the lower carters develop enough to gain that momentum to where they have a fan base and they're not capitalizing, capitalizing on it. Right. Uh, I mean, you're seeing now like, in WWE, you're seeing factions that are being brought together, and then they then they break them up after a year. Her business, her business, big example. They got over so well, and then they split them up because the, the heels weren't supposed to get over. But then you have Triple H running a, a faction in NXT with the Undisputed Era, 
that were together for years and they were over so much, but they also made other people get over too. And one of the oh, biggest views yeah. they had were Sanity versus Undisputed Era. I mean, yes. people were dying for that pay-per-view at, uh, at uh, War Games when it was here in Houston. I yep. mean, the crowd, the crowds were split for Sanity and for, and for Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. And it was great. But you're, you're, with WWE, you're not seeing them keep the trend going to where it becomes a norm for that character before they kill it and repackage it. And right. for some people, even when they get repackaged, they get fired. They get fired almost immediately, like with uh, with Alistair Black. I knew and... I knew, it was, knew it was coming, man. That's that's my guy. Y'all keep talking to me. I gotta grab charger right fast. Yeah. Um, I say no. That was that was a killer, man. That killed my soul when I saw that they released they released Alistair because they were doing so much to build this uh, dark father character. <clears throat> yeah, they they were doing so much with it, and it was it had me hooked. He didn't have great. that stupid. He didn't have that stupid door creak sound effect that he had coming up, but he had a great new gimmick, and he attacked Biggie, set something up, and people were dying to see what was going to happen next. And all of a sudden, he's let go. He, yeah, they he, kill he's him let off. go. Yeah, they 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 did. So uh, it's just frustrating. But I think with current stars, they're only pushing the main eventers. They're they're really only doing stuff with them, and then. Not letting the the lower card characters develop enough, or to get enough following or TV time to to develop enough to have that hype. Because I remember going to a show in the Attitude Era, and throughout the entire night of a raw taping, people were fire. People were you know on fire for anyone and everyone coming out, whether it be Gang Grail coming out for like a squash match, or William Regal coming out for his match, or even or even. X-Pac coming out to do something with whoever he was fighting. And yeah. uh, it's not the same anymore. It's definitely not the same. So No, they've changed you know, it completely. It's, it's, com- it's completely different. But yes, I guess that's, that's kind of my thing was like I was curious <clears throat> with, with you um, you know, being where you're at in, in the pro wrestling uh, lexicon and where you want to go with it. Um, I imagine you're thankful for places like uh, Impact and and, and uh, ROH and and um, more specific more specifically AEW, which is opening the quote unquote uh, forbidden doors that I think have been forbidden for far too long. Um, you have to be ecstatic that those things are going on that that you're you're being giving those um, you're being you're 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 seeing those opportunities those seeds being planted to where when you whenever you make that jump from where you're at now to where your career might be might may just take you in that direction surely it has to give you hope for that you know what i mean yeah i'm, I'm yeah that, that, that's another question that i uh, definitely kind of curious as to hopefully uh have him answer. Okay, he is he is gone. Uh, oh no, he 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 got Alistered. He got he, he got, got, he not got by booted. Us. He got uh, booted. He got Alistered. I think Vince. I think I think Vince got word that we we're bitching about his playground. He's like nobody bitches about my playground, and just like, ah, you're a wrestler. He asked, ah. he asked Clay, man. Ah, and, you're not uh, a wrestler anymore. Ah, yeah, wrestle with this. You know, I think that's the problem, man. With with what we're seeing on WWE's television. Is that and you probably and you 
know, you, man, you probably heard it on any number of podcasts or websites you've looked at. Yeah. I think the thing the consensus is, is that, you know, the WWE writing staff is writing for one. The show is being made for one person. That's Vince. It is. It's his, it's his sandbox. He doesn't care about what we think at all. And he's made that plainly clear. Um, you know, uh, and it's a combination of that and also being that we're the grownups now. We're not the, uh, we're not the 10 year olds that love John Cena. We're the nope. parents of the 10 year olds that love John Cena. You know what I mean? That type yep. of thing. Like it's merchandising money is what's keeping this going. How they got billions of dollars to, to get the, the deal with Peacock is beyond me. I don't know what Vince has on, on somebody. There's something more to that because from what I see on TV, as, as if I were a corporate bigwig, I'm not showing that kind of money out for what I've seen on TV. Absolutely not. And also look at the talent that they skipped on. Because today uh, I saw a picture of Eddie Kingston at a WWE trial in a WWE shirt. And they skipped on him. And now look at him in AEW. I mean, come yep. on. Well, it's just like MJF uh, was in WWE as a security guard. Yeah. Yeah. And all the, and both of y'all's points just goes to show you how narrow sided and stupid Vince is because he's all, he's, <clears throat> he's single minded. He has his view on the body guy. He wants the body guys. He wants what he sees as the prototype wrestler, what he sees as the quintessential champions. And well, you see it on TV. It, well, it was the big surprise that he let Braun go because he is a big guy. He's a fan of big guys. And Braun is the biggest guy he has, and he uh, is not there. So true, but you know, and maybe this is just my uh, my bias talking. But I found Braun boring. I don't. I I found Braun boring. But to little kids who literally have to look up to Braun, he's this generation's Andre the Giant. Uh, not because of his in ring workability. But mainly because of his just size and sheer, you know, spectacle. Uh, you, 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 the kids literally have to look up to him, including Rey Mysterio, to, you know, <laughs> see this, this, this giant. So uh, it's, it's, it's something of a, you know, it's a Vince, he's a Vince guy. He, he's a big Vince guy. So uh, it was, it was very, very different to, See him and well, and all right, he's back from the nether realm. He's back from uh, hey. future endeavors. <laughs> I got future endeavors. Back. See, I was talking about Alistair, and they just now you're done, dude. Yeah, we just signed <laughs> you back to a developmental deal. We're gonna see you over to OVW, man. <laughs> Corny, damn it. Yeah, uh, you, you, you are now Regal's uh, bodyguard. Hey, yeah. enforcer, <laughs> the enforcer. Yeah, we you're now Regal's enforcer. We send you over to Coronet, so Miss Miss Corny is horny. <laughs> so you know, go get your PS5, earn, earn your keep, Ooh, get your push. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, dude, I love Corny. I like I like his podcast, and I like mm -hmm. his. You know, some of his takes are are brash, to say the least. <laughs> but I do enjoy like some of his knowledge that he puts off for sure. He, he, he definitely does, has a lot he, of uh, hot takes. He has yeah. a lot of hot takes. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that, that was be my point. He's he's no there's no there's no questioning that his 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 encyclopedic knowledge of wrestling history is on point, and that yeah, mm -hmm. when it comes to storytelling, he does have a grasp on it. A lot of guys don't, but yes. you know, 
you can take the country out of the you can take the boy out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the boy. You know what I mean? And I think uh, Cornette, you know, and, and without getting into too much detail, you know, I think Cornette's mouth overloads his ass a little bit. And it's like, hey man, you know, keep it, you know, keep it in your circle, pal. <laughs> like if you're going to be yeah. you, not on on camera, because leave that in your leave that in your one room shack, pal. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. know how to say that. Like you know. This is 2021, not 1921, pal. Pretty anyway, much. Exactly. So, so, so to continue your story, you mentioned that you're from Tennessee. Yes. So how did you make this trip from Tennessee down here to Texas? Like, how did that happen? So I was actually born in Conroe. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad and my, my dad is from Willis, Texas. My okay. mom is from San Bernardino, California. And Other side gosh, of the continent. Somehow. Exactly. Exactly. So how that she, how that hookup happened? Jeez. I, my uh, I think my grandfather was in um, like the like cell phone tower game okay. kind of. Okay. And um, okay. something had happened where it, it ended up they were here and they ended up just staying here. And okay. the, you know my I think it was high school. My mom moved to Willis and they met and just fell in love and then ended up having me. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so. I was, you know, born here in Conroe, and then we moved to uh, Tennessee for the schooling and stuff. And it was, mm-hmm. we had all four seasons and okay. everything like that. And um, back in, you know, end of 2013, we decided mm-hmm. to, you know, just pick up and move back here. Like we're just, we're just kind of done with it up there. Okay. And there okay. was some, you know, there were some other like little underlying things, but we just decided to move back here and come so back. So you mentioned the four seasons up there. Mm-hmm. Down here we have two seasons. We have mm-hmm. hot and not that and hot. Hot and diet hot. Hot and hotter. <laughs> hot and diet hot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like yeah, those are the only two seasons we have down here. Right. And, uh, and lately we've added also uh, wet because of the rain and flood. Yeah, but and we had blizzard there for a minute. Hot as balls. Hot as yes. balls. Sweaty balls. Yeah. So. <laughs> So continuing your so continuing yeah, your story of wrestling, uh, I noticed that that, that uh, you're part of uh, Carson's school, the Lion Den, the Lions Den. Yes, sir. How did you get a hook up with that? Like, how did you find that? So I had um, like when, before we had moved here, I had actually um, looked around trying to find some schools, mm-hmm. and um, I looked around and I looked in you know, San Antonio, just all over the area. Yeah, because you know that's what I wanted to do, and. Uh, so I, just, I never really had the money to do it, and um, where we we landed there, and my parents live in Normandy, and uh, I ended up moving to Centerville once I met my wife Mercedes, and uh, mm-hmm. we've planted roots down here. I work in Bryan, the Bryan College Station area. Yeah, yeah. And my wife, she had, she she bought her first wedding dress for our wedding, and mm-hmm. she didn't like it, so she ended up selling it to this woman out here. And the girl, she she had come to us. Her name Dallas, Dallas Ridinger, and she yeah. uh, she said, "Hey, are, uh, isn't your husband a wrestling fan?" I was like, and she, my wife's like, "Yeah, he is." And she's like, "Well, I got these tickets. Uh, they were given to me. Uh, she uh, somewhere in Bryan. They were given to her for something, or she won them on a radio show or something like that." Mm-hmm. And it was tickets to the uh, Aggieland Rumble, and it was put oh, on okay. by Ryan's Prize Sports. Yeah. And uh, so she had. We got the tickets, so we went out and we checked it out, and that was my first time seeing it. And then mm-hmm. at the end of the show, uh, they had said, 
you know, if you're interested in becoming a professional wrestler, we do it right here in Bryan College today or, you know, Bryan's College Station area at, uh, yeah. you know, so-and-so. And I was like, wow, you know, that kind of put a bug in my head. And I uh, I messaged, you know, emailed uh, Houston Carson, the owner of Lions mm-hmm. Pride Sports and head trainer. Yeah. And um, I emailed him and we kind of set it up. And uh, once we set that up, I kind of went in there, met him and talked to him. And then he invited me to their November show. Okay. And it, the November show was called uh, Here to Stay. And it was the two-year anniversary of Lions mm-hmm. Pride Sports. Yep. So, and it was a... It was a big show, and Houston actually got back in the ring, and he hadn't been in the nice. ring in a minute. But he got back in, and he fought against that Cade Carson, and it was a hell of a match, and just knocked my knocked my damn socks off. I was like, "This is incredible! You know, like, yeah. I have to do this. You know, like this is exactly what I have to do." And we kind of set a start date of uh, January first of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and uh, we had some things come up. My wife's gallbladder was in bad shape, yeah. and um, you know had to get that taken care of, and we got it taken care of. And then, you know, I was wanted to do it, and I was on the fence. And uh, we had a tickets to the Royal Rumble in Houston. Yes, and Royal Rumble has always been always been my favorite pay per view. <laughs> I think the Rumble and, is like a favorite for everybody. That's like top one or two for everybody. It's either like the Rumble, or you think you don't like the Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> so we had we had tickets to the Rumble, and um, we went to the Rumble. And as I said earlier, and I'll say it again and again and again and again until the end of time, Edge is my guy. He's always been my guy. Yep. And, uh, you know, and I, and I followed and stuff when he retired. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there was like rumblings, you know, hey, he was seen in Pittsburgh, you know, to get his neck checked out and stuff like that. And uh, I was like, man, he might show up. He might show up. And we were literally driving there and my wife was on Instagram and he posted a picture of his dog. And it was like, yeah. no, still not coming. You know, t- t- posted a picture of Tundra. He's like, no, still, uh, you know, not coming. You yes. Know, he posted something else. I was like, damn it. And he tagged North Carolina, yep. like where he was at. Mm-hmm. That trolling shit. bastard. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. It's not going to happen, though. It's not going to happen. I had my hopes up. But I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get to see the Fiend and Daniel Bryan in that, uh, the uh, bull rope match, you know? Yeah. That's and, true. Uh, so anyway, the, you know, we watch all that, and it's great, and the Rumble's going on. And then uh, that number 21 hit, and here he comes. He come out, and my goddamn heart stopped, dude. Like, I did I did his entire entrance in the damn <laughs> – in the steps, dude. Like, everybody behind me had to have hated me, but I was just – I didn't give a shit. I was just in the moment. And I was like, dude, after everything this guy's been through and he, what he's put his yeah. body through and the neck and everything, and he made the comeback, I was like, if this dude is going to do it, I'm going for it. I'm yeah. doing this and started up. Started up at uh, May, May 19th. You know, May 19th. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, and it's been by far one awesome. of the best decisions I've ever made, man. It's just the Lions Den professional training facility is top notch, man. I mean, you, when you think about like dedication and you think about your training and stuff like that, there's nobody else that embodies it better than Houston Carson. That's true. That, uh, <laughs> I, I've seen Houston Carson wrestle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when he had the ponytail. Uh, he yep. might not want to talk about that. Uh, I saw him. <laughs> baby, saw baby face him. in the ponytail. Uh, baby, no, no beard in the ponytail. Okay, beard so in the ponytail. Yeah, okay, the whole combo going. So I no, I saw him at uh, NWA Houston here, uh, and the crowd would chant Pocket H at him. So uh, instead of Triple H, he was called Pocket H, and oh, uh, he. <laughs> 
he, he, he could tell he wasn't, he could tell he was trying not to laugh because he yeah. kept looking down whenever he was about to talk, he would look down and then get the game face on and do his promos and do his, his bit. Yeah. Um, he was really good. He was really good. Um, I got to see him again whenever he did. Uh, well, they, we had a bust him for autism show that he was supposed to wrestle um, uh, Burl Del Rio. Yeah. And Del Rio no showed that event. And uh, Carson eventually, I think he went up against Gene Snitsky last minute. I think it was yes. Snitsky. He, he told me this story. <clears throat> yes. And uh, yeah, Carson was pissed. He was super pissed at that. Uh, and you could tell, you can definitely tell, but I remember, but I've got to see him a few times wrestle and and he's good. Yeah. Carson's really good. And, uh, I was really happy to see him open up his own school and college station, the Bryan area, uh, because he's got a lot to give to like, to young talent, to people who want to do it. Uh, I want, I like to see him do that. Um, I know for San Antonio, uh, Funaki has a school, uh, hybrid. Which yes. is really good as well. Yes. So, like Texas is full of wrestling schools. Texas they're they're is, everywhere. They're everywhere, but they're full of good ones, and there are some bad ones. But there's a lot of good ones. There's so always a, uh, there's always a few rotten apples in the batch, but there know, are. It's they're, they're, they're all definitely about where right. you're at, and you know, it, it's where you're at, and who you can learn from, and who wants to see you grow, versus who wants to hold on to your coattails as you're trying to grow. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> it, it's just really, you know, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of good thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm glad that the rumble really pushed you to do it. That's really good to hear that the rumble really pushed you forward because when we were at the rumble halfway through the men's rumble, we were already pissed as it was because of the whole Brock Lesnar, Lesnar tapping everybody oh. out of the ring. Yeah. We, we, we were pissed. And I remember as soon as you heard that, as soon as you heard that, you think you know me? We, me and Chris look. We're like, no. And then he comes <laughs> no. out, and the whole place erupted. The whole place yeah. went bananas for uh, for that. So mad. Dude, yeah, I, yeah, Chris, was, I, I had zero tears in my eyes, dude. Like I was, <laughs> I was so emotional. It's just like I, I was like, this is like the like one of the greatest moments of my life. It's been the greatest so rumble so far since since then. There's not hasn't been a good rumble since then. No. So I was so pissed off. Like uh, we were all there <laughs> on the same road. Yeah, I was already. I was throwing a man's hissy fit. I was like, "Look, <laughs> he was. He this, was. This is the beginning of my honeymoon. We paid good money for these tickets to come watch a Brock show. Are you kidding me? We get this Bork Laser, dude. Yeah, Bork Laser is overrated as hell. You know, a, a two trick monkey gorilla." Stupid ass, overrated, inflated marshmallow stay puff. Look at he's so pissed off he can't even form a sentence. I can't <laughs> remember it. You didn't realize Edge had come out and he was your number in the rumble pool. Yeah, he was my number in the rumble pool, and I'm sitting there like I'm pissed off, like I'm hot. I, I, yeah. I sat down. Everybody was standing there. I was like, fuck it, I don't want to watch this. Piss on this. Like I'd rather go get me a twenty dollar beer. Like I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I want that damn commemorative WWE cup, baby. I want that cup. That's right, man. Uh, if nothing I, else, I, I survived the Bork Laser show, and all I got was a stupid ass cup. I think Chris was in line like, to go return that Rumble she's shirt. Like, she's like, look, look, look. I'm like, no, fuck that. It's a mug. I was like, oh shit, what? Yeah. And that, and that brought me back in. 
Yeah, it, man, it was. And what was crazy is, like, I don't know if it was just me or if it was everybody else, but when that 21 hit, it felt like there was a super long pause between the 21, like the eh, and then when the yeah. you think you know me hit. It felt like forever. Yeah. And I was kind of sitting it there, I was like, what's going on? And then it, when, when it finally hit, dude, I can't. It was, that was it. That was everything. Yeah. Hey, I'm super happy for the guy, man. I mean, to be able to, to take what do to, to take something that defined you as a person in your career and have it ripped yep. away from you, you know, and you finally get to get that back. I mean, I can't even imagine, you know, just the the relief he had to have felt. You know, what I mean, like to to get to get a piece of himself back. You know, what I mean, that yes. yeah, he's been yes. missing. Exactly, and it has to be indescribable. Yeah, it does. No, it, it does. was. It, like I said, it's easily one of the like, you know, top top three, top five moments of my life. And like I said, that is ultimately what inspired me to really, you know, take this, you know, get get off the ledge and just dive straight in and just do this. Yep. So question, and, and we're going to kind of roundtable this. Who is your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? Who is your Mount Rushmore wrestling? Top four. Man. Top four. Man, a lot of Canadians. A lot of Canadians? <laughs> a lot of Canadians. <laughs> Um, man, so I'm going to put Edge up there, obviously. Okay, Edge. I'll put Christian Jericho up there because of okay. everything that he's done for the business and all the characters and being able to entertain yep. for all these years. Yep. I'll, I'll put Bret Hart up there. Okay. Because of his technical prowess and just everything. And he kind of he made it where it was, you know, because um, WWE used to be like the big, you know, the big muscled up, jacked up guys. Yep. You wouldn't see a guy like me in there, you know, back in the day. That's true. And he was he one of the first small men. Exactly. But he, he'd work his ass off with anybody. He would. in the Barry Horowitz division. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, uh. I, remember, I remember you talking about that. <laughs> um, so, so there's three. And then four is going to be a difficult one, man, because there's – I mean, there's there's so many damn wrestlers this – it's hard to pick them all. There's so many. I mean, there. See, I probably go with um. Probably go with Stone Cold, man. Stone Cold, the the one person who is still known by everybody. He's still the name if, that's right by everybody. If you see an Austin three sixteen shirt walking around Walmart, you instantly know what it is. You don't even have to be a wrestling fan. That's true. That is very much true. What do you All got, right. Aaron? Who, who's on your top four? Oh, my top four. Oh, number one, Savage. Got to go, Randy Savage. Okay. Got to go, Macho Ooh, Man Randy Savage. Yeah, he was. He was. He was there. He was close. The his voice alone is instantly recognizable. Yep. His catchphrases are still instantly recognizable. Yes. And you still have you still have people buy the like the like the the, the ski sunglasses, the the ski goggles, just to imitate him, just just because to imitate him. I have so Savage. Hair. <laughs> three, see exactly three, three, three pair. pair of shinesty machos, a black oh, pair, man. a white pair. And I have a yellow pair that had the black speckles all over them. See exactly, Damn. innovator of sunglasses, innovator of sunglasses. Yes, Savage is number one. I mean, the uh, yeah, that is, yeah, that is true. Uh, so I, I gotta go, Savage. Uh, I got to say the same with Jericho. I've always been a Jericho-holic. I've always liked Jericho's work. He's done almost, and he's, he stays relevant and he's done almost everything. He went yes. from cruiserweight to heavyweight. Mm -hmm. And 
he did it seamlessly without making it look awkward. He he, he made it look transitional. So got to go Jericho. Third, uh, man, this is really tough because I like a lot of the old guys. I also like a lot of the newer guys too. I did um, too, and that was, that was hard for me because there's a bunch of people. If we're doing old school and we're doing a new school, yeah, like, that would be cool. I okay, three. I'm gonna go with Kane. It's yes. hard for Ooh. a masked wrestler to carry emotion, mm-hmm. but for a big guy masked wrestler to carry emotion and to create a character that people can either cheer for and boo at the same time, you gotta go Kane. Just yes. because he, he's he's just he was innovative with that. He was very innovative with his with, with his character. And for my fourth, ooh, see AJ the fourth Styles. one is always so hard. AJ Styles. Uh, AJ was on my tongue as well. On AJ Styles, uh, he's a guy, smaller guy, who can do anything. And even at his current age, he can do anything. You could put him in the ring with Kali, and he would make Kali look good. You could put him in the oh. ring with, 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 with Bump Master Ziggler, and they would have an amazing match. So, yeah, got to go with, got to go with AJ. Got to go with AJ. So that's yeah, that would be my top four. Uh, a close fifth, I would go with Piper because if you need somebody to talk on the mic to sell Nobody a match, better. nobody's better than Piper. Nobody's better than him. So Fun yeah, fact, Piper. My daughter is named Piper. That's why your daughter's <laughs> awesome. That is that is great. <laughs> that is great. All right, Chris, who, who's your Mount Rushmore? All right, man. So uh, this has been one of the most hotly debated questions in wrestling fandom. Uh, it is. Day one. And there's no one one definitive list, one definitive Rushmore for wrestling. No, there's uh, not. Because everybody's going to have a different take on it. Yep. Um, for me. Um, there's been any number of great baby faces in the history of wrestling. You know, okay. we, we know that term now because kayfabe is broken, but, right. um, yeah, you know, we don't, there's no such thing as a baby face without a heel. There's no such, mm-hmm. there's no popping for a comeback. There's no, there's no giving a shit of, of, of seeing a, 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 a baby face overcome the heel without the mm-hmm. heel. Um, yes. you gotta have a so, heel. You have to. You have to. Um, I, I, I would like to throw MJF on that, but he's gonna be my okay. Number five. He's okay. Gonna be my, he's gonna be my honorable mention simply because he's he's a kid who gets it. He's a student of what I'm about to get into. Okay. I'm and I don't know if Clay knows this. I myself wrestled at Texas All Star for a small cup of coffee, if you will. Damn, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. No, this is new to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I um I wrestled a backyard federation that me and my friends had called bfi wrestling and this was in the uh early 2000s and uh bob and hot stuff fernandez were at at texas all-star out of umble uh Mm -hmm. with um what they call him uh the x or whatever uh the dude who's like the the political guy the black dude i forget what he calls himself now you know talking about anyway we would go to the Texas All-Star shows regularly. Mm-hmm. And we kept, you know, giving them flyers and giving them, you know, tapes and be like, hey man, check out our stuff, yada yada. Uh they finally came and we they gave us all like 
quote unquote scholarships to come, you know, try out. And yeah. my friend Brandon and I, we were the ones that, you know, stuck with it. Yeah. And, okay. You know, when that when I went out for uh, like opening matches, curtain jerking and stuff like that, I was like, well, this is my opportunity to do this. I'm going to go off. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to flip off a baby and punch an old lady. Because, <laughs> I mean, dude, as a wrestling fan, if you can't piss me off as a heel, mm-hmm. I'm not invested. Because I don't, there's nothing better than watching a dickhead get the shit pissed. You know what I mean? Like, I want to mm-hmm. see you get your comeuppance, man. I want to get you, I want you to see, I want to see you take a knuckle sandwich. Exactly. Run your damn mouth, you know. Exactly. So, that's that's where I am when it comes to my Mount Rushmore. Um, number one is probably going to have to be Ric Flair. Okay, understandable for sure. Yeah. Ric Flair. I mean, you're talking about one of the most um, pompous, arrogant. Uh, <laughs> talking about living, living the gimmick. Um, that guy's in yeah. financial debt from you know. His grand, his grandkids' grandkids are going to be paying off of his crap. But, From which bar? Yeah. From which bar? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, his tabs, his tabs are, I'm sure, uh, uh, legendary, depending on yeah. what ice, ice house you go to. Um, but you know, when you talk about the four horsemen, man. You talk about uh, Dusty Rhodes having to overcome. You know, that's where you get the American dream, because yep. the American mm-hmm. dream is getting. Or thinking you're getting what Ric Flair has, mm-hmm. you think you want that, but mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes shows you you don't want that. You want pride in yourself and how hard you work. You have pride in your family, your family lineage, what you've you know. This is back when you know the red, white, and blue was all you needed to be a babyface. You yeah, come exactly. out and you said America, and America cared back then. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Different now. Yeah. Babyfaces don't do that no more, and no. so you know. That was a perfect storm, a perfect yes. storm of, uh, you know, I'm everything you wish you could be and more. And you will never, ever be able to walk in these shoes that I wear. These, I'm yeah. having a hard time holding these gators down. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, you can't, you just can't, you can't. Yeah. No. Okay. So that's going to be number one for me. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the epitome of macho is Macho Man. The Macho Man. <laughs> Again, kayfabe being broken, we know more about the Macho Man we, than we ever should have known. Mm-hmm. We didn't need to... I mean, the dark side stuff is intriguing. We all watch it because we all, at this point we all want to be on the inside and know exactly yeah. what kind of demons this guy dealt with and what what uh, what trail that he left behind, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. But, you know, if we didn't know that and we just knew him as the character... Then you're like, this guy. I want to see him. I want to see him pay for being a shithead to Elizabeth. But then yeah. again, that yeah. elbow drop is beautiful. Like, that guy worked graceful. the crowd. Yeah, yeah. And this promo worked floating, too. Floating from the top rope down with a perfectly placed boom, just dropping right on you. Yeah, and, exactly. and you know his promos, man. Like tell me the intensity, like the. You know, nobody can see this, but you guys can. Look at my yeah. all these veins, and I'm talking like this real cool, like mean gene. You know, all that shit. That's true. Yes. You know, the lust in the eyes. You know, 
We all wanted to be Hogan. Macho said, fuck Hogan. You yeah. touched my lady's butt. In the 80s, that was a death by, uh, you know, that you had somebody had to die. You're okay. right. Death by Savage. You touched my That's lady. Right. Not, much, not only did you touch my lady, you did it in front of 30,000 people at the Pontiac Silver Dome, you mother... And then... <laughs> you carried it to the back when I'm trying to win this match. Yeah, uh, you know, it just didn't get better, man. I mean, I say that though, it didn't get better. But Piper, Piper is polarizing in every way. Piper mm-hmm. was never a baby face, even when he came out in his old age in WCW. You were cheering for that old rat bastard that you remember when you were a kid. Like, <laughs> I want to see him kick the shit out of somebody. Whether he's right for doing it or not, yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, in my eyes, mm-hmm. no. I mean, this guy was everything that you know. Again, what was it? Uh, Special delivery Jones. The whole half, you know. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Uh, uh, bad news, Brown. That was the bad news, Brown. Okay. Bad news, Brown. Yes. Dude. A sign of the times. No one's saying he was right, you know, for the the face mm-hmm. paint thing. But this was a different time in history, and the whole point. And I hate using wrestling lingo because I'm not a wrestler, but getting heat is mm-hmm. is the whole point. And yep. Jesus Christ, if you wanted to piss off a large part of America, that was a you know that was the fast track to doing it. You know exactly. And so just. The dark side of the ring about him, you know, going out and playing. Uh, I'm gonna play the Mexican national anthem on my bagpipes, and I'm gonna yep. give you La Cucaracha. This is all <laughs> in a modern in the modern lexicon. These things would have him. Dude, there'd be no more. There would be no shortage of BuzzFeed articles talking about how much piece of trash that he mm-hmm. would be if he did this today. Yep. But kayfabe is broken. It is. Case they will never come back. It is gone, dead, donezo. So it, it's now it's harder now than ever for a heel to get any kind of heat. Yes, it is because it has to be real. MJF flips off kids at signings and tells them to fuck <laughs> off because that is how he has to operate <laughs> to be who he is in this industry. He keeps right. the gimmick alive. It's, yeah, there's no there's there's eight thousand cameras on you at every signing, and everybody's recording you because they want to get a piece of the action. So you better be on point. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? There was no downtime. There was no going on a road trip with the Iron Sheik smoking weed, getting pulled over, and getting fined by WWE. Nope. You know. So, this is why I'm telling you, my Mount Rushmore is just going to be laced with heels because at the end of the day, that's what entertained me. Because okay, it just didn't get better. Uh, right. My top heel that I will always love and appreciate is going to be Razor Ramon Scott Hall. Okay. Because the bad guy. The bad guy. Dude, that guy, I wanted to be Scott Hall. I wanted to be Razor Ramon so bad. I wanted to be as, as I wanted to be a quarter of as cool as him. No, I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly, uh-huh. talking about, I mean, this is what, it was New Generation, right? So you're talking about like, yeah, about New Generation. Hard. Yeah, new generation. Shawn Michaels, HBK, yeah. Razor Shawn Ramon, Michaels, HBK, Razor, yeah, uh, Tatanka, so, all of them. Tatanka, dude, you had a dude come out with that long jet black hair, slicked back, big ass gold chains, 
Dude yes. was cut like a brick shit house. Yes. And Seven foot damn tall. Freaking, <laughs> dude had that toothpick in his mouth, just kind of bouncing back from one side to the other. Yep. This, this Mr. Steal Your Girl, Mr. Steal Your Girl, this was Razor Ramon. Well, well this Razor is Mr. Steal Your Chain. The Chicas. Dude. <laughs> your Chicas, yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> okay, one of my most favorite taunts in wrestling is when he gets back and he does that, that fist pump where he's stopping his feet. Doo, 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 yeah. He does his arms out like this. Uh-huh. I just got goosebumps thinking about it because because <laughs> the camera pulls in on his face and he's got that toothpick hanging out of his mouth that the machismo. What else? Do you yeah, want? like exactly oozing machismo, oozing machismo. That that pump up, where he's like boom, 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 and just does those arms out, and you see this the definition and the confidence. You're like, this dude is going to beat the uh, whoever's about to get in this ring with him. Whatever developmental <laughs> yeah, talent is. was is about to get a razor jet straight to hell. Yep. That is true, and you don't get those anymore. They, no, they don't. don't exist anymore. And so yeah. I'm really hopeful that the Pinnacle brings back those macho Ric Flair-esque, you know, crazy but confident, better-than-you characters. I love them. Exactly. And so my, my Mount Rushmore will forever be, you know, the home of the heel. Not okay. the heels. Yes. It just has to be because – Back to my point, when I did this for a spot, you know, for the quote unquote cup of coffee, that's yeah. where I found the most fun. When I came out there and people were booing at me, dude, because mm-hmm. I was literally, you know, throwing this at old ladies and everything and just pissing off people, yeah. dude, they wanted to see me get my ass whooped. And I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I did. And I loved it. That's true. But the art is, yes, the art of the cell is all but dead. You know, uh, HBK's finisher was a super kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got everybody, everybody and their mama is super kicking. Yeah, yeah everybody's super kicking now. Im- imitation and, and is kicking at one, dude. Yeah, yeah, like, seriously. Uh, and then or, or kicking out at three and a half after a big finisher. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. You're not Hogan. There will never be another Hogan. You don't get three and a half. No. No. Understand who you are in the in, in the bigger picture and play your role correctly. Because if you don't, you will just be another footnote. On, <laughs> On the on the road to trying to get wrestling back to where it was because it's no longer we can't look at we can't look at wrestling with the rose colored glasses we did as a kid. Nope, right. we cannot. You we can't. cannot. So we're okay. not, we're never going to have those guys again. So anyway, that that that's where I am, and so that explains. Hey, he had a good list. Both of y'all had a really good list. Uh, surprising on the on the on the the last one, but it was really good though. It's really that's good. Very so good. keeping up. List. So keeping up with the wrestling tone. You know, we're, we're, we're all collectors here. You know, we're, we're all wrestling collectors somehow. Uh, what is, uh, I'm going <laughs> to transition. Uh, I'll, I'll let, let's, okay, let's go with it. Toys or merch. Toys or merch. What is your favorite wrestling item that you have? Your favorite wrestling collectible that you have? Yeah. That, that you can, you don't have to show it on camera. I mean, we're, well, we're just going to, we're just going to talk about it. No, I'm, yeah, I have so much to just look Look him, trying to think. No, no, no! I can, I can look from here. <laughs> Mine would be my Walter. Your Walter Action. Elite. Elite, yeah. Elite. Walter oh. Elite. So, no, so Bacon's got her Walter Elite. No, 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 no! My Okada, and I just got—I forgot. I just got Okada. Okay, okay. Her Okada Elite figure that she just got. Okay, that—that's—that's that's hers. Okay. 
Man, I would have to probably go with uh, something I recently picked up. It's the uh, mm-hmm. the newest Edge, the Ultimate Edition Edge, and it's all the yes. uh, the, the Rumble Twenty gear. Yeah, just because. Yeah, yeah. just because like that's like I said that was that's what started kicked me back off and just you know kicked mm-hmm. me right in the ass and got me going. So I don't know. That, I think that one just got like a lot of kind of sentimental value to it as well. Mm-hmm. You know that, that that one is a, that one is a really good one. That one is a really good one. That one, and I, have, uh, I also have a Edge's autograph over here as well. So mine is right next to me, and I still have it in the box. So mine is the Slim Jim Macho Man. Yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch. Elite Look. Slim Jim Macho Man figure. Is that what you're picking up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Okay, I'll change mine then. I'll change mine then. Uh, I'll go with I'll, I'll go with the the uh, very first defining moments Macho Man figure, uh, yeah, the very very first one, the one that uh, had, he had the white and purple suit, yes, with with the tassels and everything. Yes, um, I remember going to four different targets on my way home from work yeah. one time, <laughs> looking yeah. for him. And I finally found him at the final target I went to, which was uh, not that far away, but uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a good distance away. And they had him and they had The Rock. No, wait, was it Rock or was it Triple H? I forget. I, I, I forget he can't. Yeah, the, it was Macho Man. Who else was the, with the Finding Moments? Was it Rock or Triple H? Are you talking about The Rock and Sock Connection? Was the it Rock and Sock Connection, Rock? Yeah, I have that one. It's at the other house, but I have because it. they had because they had both of them there at the final target I went to, and I picked up Macho Man. I'm like, I'm specifically getting Macho Man, and I got him, and I was like, oh, this is so cool, and I and I've had that one since. I'm never gonna sell it. Uh, <laughs> that that's staying up on my uh, my my living room DVD shelf. It is staying up there, and yeah, that that's. That the purple the, robe, the funny moments with the white uh, fur. The white, the white, no, the white and the uh, the white and purple tassels with the Macho Man suit. Oh man, you have that one. Yeah, the very first one, the very first one. I'm going to have to buy that from you. <laughs> he said it's not going nowhere, Doc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we'll go nowhere. We'll see. We'll wait for the next to come through, we'll, and we'll reapproach this. But but yeah, the Slim Jim Ooh. one is still a good. It's still a good one. God damn, dude. Yeah, I, I, that was my that was the, that was my first go to. <laughs> um, I want to show you, and I don't know if you've seen it, Clay, but here's the the, the Walter. Walter, the Walter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a ringside exclusive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thick ass figure. And this is gonna be the, like this will be number six on my uh, on my Rushmore. You know, we're talking about major heels from the modern era. Yeah. Yes. This guy is underutilized, like nobody's business. Vince has no business booking matches when this guy's employed by Vince <laughs> and not being yeah. used. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. That dude is ridiculous, man. Yeah, that's dragging so. off that dragging off Walter match. I don't know if you've seen that clay, but go watch I have. it. Because, yeah. Oh my god. Ilya, Ilya Dragonov and, and Walter. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, that was Insane. a nasty match. Chopamania. Right. Just just straight up just chops left and right. Here we go. Yeah. Mr. Oh, T. Mr. T. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, because look, I mean, I mean, really and truly. You, you know, this is what WrestleMania three, right? Yeah, yes. WrestleMania three. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it comes like in this VHS VHS esque box, and I wanted so badly to take it out and display it, but like, <laughs> you know, it's like Just that wouldn't feel right. Shit. 
Or you oh, can uh, keep it in the box. Yeah, you keep it in the box. <laughs> so, uh, say so, yeah, I, I don't follow the uh, the what is it, the May Brothers. I don't follow their philosophy. The uh, the let it breathe. I just can't do it. Well, people, people, Zach Ryder seems to forget that not everybody has Zach Ryder money or Zach Ryder pools to call right. people up for free figures. Yeah, right, not mid Carter ballers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so not everybody has that. Not no. everybody has that. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, all those are good. I mean, the Edge, that the Ultimate Edge, I have it. I have it. I got it recently, thanks to Chris. Word. Um, it is an amazing figure. It, it is really cool. Ugh, love it. Uh, but did y'all yeah. get the, the Macho Man as well? Uh, oh, the uh, the Ultimates. Yeah, the Ultimate no, I didn't get Ultimate. I didn't get Ultimates okay, only because only because I've got three Macho Man Elites. So I've 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 hit my my peak of you know or my my glut ceiling of Macho Mans. No such thing. No such yeah. thing. Uh, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to cut back. I'm trying to cut back. <laughs> he says that he, he's gonna he's got a, a toy show in October where he's gonna be walking around salivating and slipping in his own pretty much hey, if, his arm. <clears throat> if they have any more any humanoids maybe so oh yeah no kidding but uh but I'll just say you know it's been a great time talking to you Clay you know we're hitting like over the two hour mark now it's been a great time talking with you this I, is our gimmick I, man we go too long we we do go too long we're, we're, uh, the, we're uh, the Viagra of podcast yes. <laughs> We're we're about to hit four hours. If we keep going. Yeah, if you've been here too long, call a doctor. There's something wrong. But but I just want to thank you again for you know coming on and talking with us, uh, yeah, being a guest for tonight. It's been a it's been an amazing time. I've had a lot of fun. So and again, I, thank you so much. We're gonna have to cut. We're, we're, have to cut, we're gonna have to have you come back, man. Talk yeah, we're going to have to. Uh, so probably I'd love to do it anytime. Probably mid July after our like wrestling stops. For a Nostin there. Yeah. Should, uh, put him in the in the rumble pool for the next rumble. We will. We we could do that. We can do yeah. that. Put me in. Put me so, in. Put me in. <laughs> so uh is there anybody you want is there anything you want to plug? Anybody you want to plug or you know, business you want to give a shout out to? This is your opportunity. Plug away on the show. Uh man, I say if y'all you guys are listening to this and y'all are in, you know. Brian, College Station, Huntsville, Houston, even. I mean, if y'all are looking to, you know, come and do some wrestling and, you know, try out this profession and this career, there's – and you really got – I, I don't want to say that. But you've got you got some really good options out there. But um, in my personal opinion, there's no place better than Lions Pride Sports in Bryan, Texas. Houston Carson is the man, and he's taught me so much. And the dude is so dedicated, and there's definitely no – no lack of inspiration when you're there in motivation. Um, I say, and I don't know if you guys have been seeing all over my, uh, you know, my pages on social media on like Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I keep plugging uh, in a bunch of my posts, you know, see you soon, see you soon. And that's always a tag in them and stuff like that. You guys are going to see me very soon. And um, say, so I think you guys ought to come to the show, June 26th show. Okay. That that sounds like, you know, and this is up in Bryan, right? Yes, sir. At the Lions Den Professional Training Facility, 1910 Greenfield Plaza for cool to make summer. a uh, might have to make a trip up there. Might have to make a, a special trip. Because it sounds like it'd be a good debut for uh, us to check out a 
a line show. Come yeah. on out. I'll, y'all, if y'all, y'all serious, y'all want to come, let me know. I'll get you guys. I'll drop yeah. you guys some tickets. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll look at the logistics here and we'll see what we can do. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Right on. That'd, that'd be yeah, really man. cool to go up there and check out. I'd be glad to see you guys. I say y'all come out. We'll take pictures at the merch table. Look it up. Sweet. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, again, man. Clay, uh, thanks for coming on. Great time talking with you. Yes, uh, thank you so much. So yeah, definitely guys, follow him. Appreciate it. D- definitely follow him on social media. You know, look for Hostage Hirsch. Uh, he's got a fan page. Definitely give it a like. Check him out. Follow him on that for wrestling shows out in Bryan. Uh, sure. For the Lions Pride, I know messed up earlier with that, and I hope Carson doesn't kill me. It's not Lions <laughs> Den. It's Lions Pride. Yeah, we uh, train at the Lions <laughs> Den. It is Lions yes. Pride Sports, though. Yeah, I, I knew. I I knew I was getting them somehow mixed up. But definitely give them a follow, check them out, follow them on social media. Uh, you'll see a lot of great talent, a lot of Texas talent, and you know, just great old school NWA S style old fashioned wrestling. So I mean, if you got if you guys like if, if y'all do follow, then y'all see him. But if you haven't, I mean, it was two months ago. We had Lance Archer, yes. AEW's Lance Archer in the building. And oh wow! The, yeah, and uh, Houston and Lance Archer, they were they've been tight for years. Him and uh, Ricky Starks have been tight for a long yep. time. Oh, wow. um, I said, there's a lot, so much, man. I mean, we've had we had a seminar with uh, Ricky Starks, mm-hmm. and that dude's full of knowledge, man. And you're talking about heels and stuff like that. That guy is a hell of a heel. Hell yeah, heel. He, he's, he's an honorable mention as well. The intensity and like just the drive, and you can see it. Like this dude, this dude lives it. He's gonna be once his neck is healed up, man. He's gonna be he'll be long remember you know definitely yeah if you haven't seen Ricky Stark through Texas it's you definitely missed out his Texas scores uh, were really good they're really something to see so it's great to see Ricky make it out there Uh, Sammy Guevara another Texas boy yeah Houston boy yes sir Houston yeah he's Uh, been on some of our shows as well yeah another great talent Uh, I've got to see him a few times through NWA and through uh, ROW or PWA at the time and also through ACW, so uh, good talent, just a lot of great talent. Yeah, ACW is out of Dallas, Fort Worth area, I think. No, wait, no, San Antonio, Anarchy okay. Championship Wrestling. Anarchy. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, a lot of great talent there. A lot of great talent there. So, uh, as we're wrapping up, you know, again, thanks for li- if you tune in this far. Thank you for listening. I know it's <laughs> getting long, uh, but thank you for listening. Uh, take care and this is Aaron this is Chris and until next time you know always unfollow never unfriend and uh, this has been a great show so later guys peace out man yeah Thanks for listening to Front Row Negative, a Cross the Streams media podcast.